You are listening to the Savage Fincast, episode 103, The Little Croissant Peels Up. Chicago. A criminal mastermind called Overlord held our city in its terrifying grip. Ordinary cops were losing the battle against Overlord's super freaks and mutants. Then, a miracle happened. When I found him, he had no memory of his past. I helped him find an identity and a life. Now we have a fighting chance. Now we have the dragon. This is the Savage Fincast, the show that needs this like you need a hole in the head. My name is Jim. I am Craig Olson. I am Raven Perez. And we welcome you back to another episode of the Savage Fincast, the internet's only podcast about the works of the great Eric Larson and his creation, Savage Dragon. Uh, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, indeed. We're getting very close to the holidays. Um, Per the usual... um, we're doing this by the seat of our pants. Hasn't been too long since our last recording. Uh, and so we've got no news. And in this case, no news is good news. <laughs> Me, I, I guess I neutral news. I can't think of a better Christmas present than this issue, though. I can't wait to review it. This it's is a oh, yeah. barn burner if I've ever seen one. Yeah, dude. Shock and awe on every page. He's been on a roll lately. I feel like we say this about every issue so far, but I really, really, really like this issue. I know the readers are going to flip their lids about this. The page turn master. Yeah, man. And it's funny because like he's like teasing us. He's like, oh, 256, I can't even show one page. Mm-hmm. He's like, every page is a spoiler. And I'm like, oh, after this one, having him say, what's funny is if he'd said that anyway, I would have believed him. But after this issue, holy shitballs, mommy, I am hyped. I got to wonder if it's, he can't show, he couldn't, I got to wonder if he couldn't show it then because 255 wasn't out yet. Because stuff right. that happens in 255 is very likely going to inform stuff that's happening in 256. Right. <laughs> Yeah, like, can you imagine the five pages? Like, literally, he's, like, you got, like, Dart's fucking dead, Malcolm's fucking brain into chunks. Spoiler alert. Yeah, holy (laughs) shitballs. This feels like Savage Dragon 74, 75 type stuff where things are just colliding and just a massive dump of craziness before something big. Big, big, you heard here first, folks, big dumps. The show that's bum hurts. <laughs> Big massive dumps. Yeah, man. Um, I think we should uh, get the preamble moving along. Let's just get it. Let's let's get the little stuff out of the way so we can get right to the main event. What do you say? Um, we don't really have news for you because, as Jim said, it just had been such a tight window of release here. But, hey, we still got a little bit of Christmas uh, cheer to spread with you. Got a couple letters from you lovely finheads. And uh, I think we're going to start 
with longtime listener, first time caller, Simon Millie St. Pierre. <laughs> Says Raven, if Malcolm was dead, who should take the lead role? This is an interesting conversation letter. How about we go with Billy Summers, Dart's son, as the lead? What a timely letter. He couldn't have known, folks. He couldn't have known when he wrote this. He goes, we'd get to watch a kid grow up and switch the book's main focus on an evil dragon for a while. Love, Simon Malit Saint-Pierre, owner, ideal, and snowbird, tiki bar, nightlife, art direction, and strategy, descendo. And I won't give your number out, Simon, but I've got it, baby. Is is Savage Dragon ready for a lead character with a butterface? Is Savage Dragon ready for an evil lead? <laughs> Although we did follow Kerr yeah. around for yeah. a while, didn't we? Yeah, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, what the hell? Yeah, we had a we had the most evil lead. I remember, guys. Do you remember when Kerr was uh, when Kerr was in the lead of the book? Um, I had a the shop owner of my comic shop. I had actually managed him get him reading the book, and then his his fucking mind was blown. He had no idea what the fuck to think. He was like, because every issue he reads, he's like, God damn, he's just like. He killed his son and ate his brain. He's poisoning the whole planet. Like, what the fuck? He's like, he told me, he's like, is he about to retire? I was like, no, dude. I was like, this is just how it fucking is sometimes. Yeah, it's like the, the, the hero of the book turned into the book's greatest villain, which was ingenious. <laughs> Ever. So, yeah, uh, Simon Billy would be an awesome, uh, weird sort of a pick. And it would be, what's funny is uh, I love all these dragon kids. Love Billy. I think Billy has got a damned interesting future ahead of him. Yeah, I could see him as the lead, right? That'd be an interesting book. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, sir. We appreciate you writing in. I believe Jim has a little letter. Yep, we got another letter coming in. says, what's up, fellas? Thanks for reading my letter on the last show. Feels good to contribute. Just a quick reply to episode 100's question about variants. I gotta say, anything by Art Adams would be incredible. I mentioned mm-hmm. it before on a show, but I'll repeat myself. An all heroes or all villains group shot would group shot would be epic. Alex Ross would be would do a kick-ass variant, but I'd like to see his take on dragon characters in his more realistic style, and not like the cover he did on one half of the set Superman Savage Dragon crossover back in the day. Right. Uh, that's interesting because I, just as an aside, we're still in the middle of the letter. I I always kind of thought that cover was his standard style of the time. I oh, mean, it was he, definitely Larson informed. Oh yeah, he, he was, was he was pe- he was painting he was painting over yeah. Larson's pencils, but I don't know. Maybe well, so. I guess it's just like purport, character proportions were more Eric and so less Ross. Well, I think if Alex Ross tackled it, he would be way more photo referenced on everything because that's how he likes to roll. Well, Ro- well, Ross is way more versatile than that. Anyone who's seen his uh, Captain Marvel spread can attest to the fact that he is the, has command of many styles. Well, sure, the Battle of the Planets. I mean, I'm familiar, but I'm saying no, I no, still no, no, feel no, no, like. No, no. Did you ever see that big Captain Marvel spread with all the Captain Marvel inspired characters? Right, yeah, it had it he had um, does a Mighty d- Man in there. He does too. like a dozen different art styles on that thing. Well, sure, but you know, there's an and there is although he's versatile, there is an Alex Ross style. 
Yeah, yeah, I just I picture like George Reeves with a fin for his Savage Dragon. Really? Okay. <laughs> it would be photo reference. That's all I'm saying. All right. If he if he did it more in his own style, it'd be photo referenced for sure. All right. Back to the letter. <laughs> ah, what the heck? I'll throw in an Adam Warren variant with Empowered sharing space with dra- with dragons. At the rate that Empowers, Empowered Suit gets torn and her assets revealed, I think Maxine would be a big fan of hers and Malcolm too. Mm-hmm. One more, a Raven P variant, baby, <laughs> featuring Buxom Babes to rival Bomb Queen. He's buttering <laughs> you up here. Mm-hmm. He knows. He knows how to get his letter on the show. Uh, the current month's question is good. Uh, I'll go for a takeover bid out of left field on this one and have the VC take over the book. Mike- Whoa. Might be too gimmicky, but I would. But it would be cool to have the main villain or villain POV for a couple of issues. It would be interesting to look closer at the inner workings of the VC and shed more light on its inner workings, and maybe go on a deeper dive into its history. Maybe Eric could stick with Dart or Rogue Warrior while explaining the hierarchy of the Circle, and show some of the characters that have had less focus, i.e., Roughneck, Brawn, if still around, Morgor, Samurai, and Insect, to name a few. Great show as always. Keep the quizzes coming in future episodes. Uh, and this was from Tony M. I like that double evil. We got a we got a double call for evil here. I want to take Tony M's suggestion and mix it with Simon's. Yeah. We have Billy Summers leading the vicious circle, so it still makes sense to call it Savage Dragon. And you get the bo- best of both worlds. Like the child king. There you go. Technically, he would be the heir as long as he was badass enough to like beat up Roughneck and stuff. Who clearly is power hungry? Yeah, man. Um, awesome, awesome letter. Great suggestions. Uh, thank you for replying to both the interesting conversations, uh, Tony. I appreciate that, man. I think uh, again, trying to keep this slim and trim, keep it rolling. Uh, we have a. A new interesting conversation, do we not, Mr. Olson? We do. So our interesting conversations is where we give you, the reader, the chance to either add your own to, you know, send a letter in and let us know what you want us to talk, to talk about, or we'll offer up our own. And in this case, um, we want to talk about what happens in this issue with uh, the new team we're introduced to, uh, North Force. Uh, we get a super awesome splash here, um, and we'll talk about it when we review the issue. But uh, we only know one member's name of the whole team, and that's the Canadian. But we got all these crazy-looking characters with no names as of yet, and we're wondering what do you guys think their names are. You know, we'll we'll play along and add a few of our own. But if you were to name these guys, what would you name them? You know, Eric's gonna have some zany stuff going on. Um, but let's see what you guys come up with before they're officially named. So I gotta say, I'm super excited to hear what you guys gotta say for these dudes' names. <laughs> I don't really know. Well, let's uh, let's do a quick rundown here just to describe them to our to our fans, right. just so we know what we're talking about. So we're looking at this this spread, this really cool spread. We're gonna talk more about later. Uh, from the latest issue, and we see a bunch of heroes of Ki- of Canada, Canada's greatest heroes, North Force, mm-hmm. and we got one chick who's uh, on fire with kind of a skull face. Right. And we got that Canadian flag-looking guy um, mm-hmm. who we saw in the previous issue. He has like the white skin 
wears the uh, maple leaf on his face. He's the one named character. He is the Canadian. Yeah, I guess that got le- that got uh, Eric said that in a co- in an online comment, although it hasn't appeared in the comic. Uh, so it's on the wiki at the very least. Then we got this one chick. Uh, looks like uh, she's got a bird motif thing going on. She's got wings in her arm- under her arms. And mm-hmm. We got this iron looking dude with like iron pants. Right. Uh, then we got who I think is a giant bear. Dude, he's got to be giant. His perspective, his perspective suggests giant. Oh, yeah. Uh, bear man with sunglasses. And then there's a knight, who I think is the coolest. Uh, <laughs> we'll talk more about it later, but the knight is an interesting character to me in general, just, just because he exists. And then we get this red this red chick with, like, claws and, like, white hair. Kind of like a, like a messed up mouth. So, like, let, let's just go down it, guys. Uh, what would you call, like, this flaming girl? So she's got a skull, and she's flying through the air, and she's on fire, and she can shoot fire. So it's got to be something fire-centric. You know that much, right? Right. Uh, burning she- skull. <laughs> <laughs> That's super interesting. I think I'm going to call her... Um, Meteor. <laughs> there you go. I don't know. Because like I a meteor is no like name. a Craig, are you bad at this? Are you bad rock? at naming things? I don't know if I'm bad at naming things. Maybe on short notice, but all right, Craig, we'll just I hope, I'm bad at naming things. I hope not. You've got children. So <laughs> for their sake, I hope you're good at naming things. We'll call her Northern Light. Ooh, that's pretty good, Actually, dude. Northern, Northern Light is pretty good, yeah. Northern Lights, pretty good. Very Canadian. Off the top of my head, I was I was gonna say the Bird Girls, probably like a like Snowbird, but now I think about Snowbird as a Marvel character. Mm. Yes, yeah. Well, that's okay because I was gonna call her Silverhawk. Ah, that's not Not bad. Not creative, not creative, but she is flying and she's you know very silver. So you got one for the uh, bird-like character there, uh, Craig. Her color scheme makes me think she's somehow related to the iron-looking dude, but I think that mm-hmm. might just be a coincidence. Mm-hmm. Call her Blue, Blue Jay. Blue, Blue Jay's, Blue Jay's kind of taken, too, because DC has a Blue Jay. Yeah, well, Toronto but, uh, the, Blue Jays. Well, mm. here's the thing. Here's the thing. All right, here's the, this is a rule in comics. As long as it's not a name that goes on a cover, right? you could have the fucking dude in your book called Wolverine, and it wouldn't matter. So don't feel limited, listeners and Craig and Jim, don't feel limited by already exists because DC's got like goddamn 20,000 characters you'll never find an original name so just don't feel limited by that if Blue Jay's what came to your brain I th- I she's she, Blue Jay. I also think she looks a bit like the Iron Hawk characters from like Graphic Fantasy number one just vaguely mm-hmm. Iron Hawk's a good name what about these scale legs is that giving you some kind of like no that's like chain mail it's like Cap's shirt well, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, she could give her like some kind of like armor, like you know, I don't know, wyvern, something like that. I don't know. I think Blue Jay is actually pretty damn good. And what did you name Flaming Skull? I think Craig's got the like, two good names so far. I'd call her Northern Lights. Northern Light. Damn, that's two oh, for two, dude. Light. I don't know. Two for two from the dude who said he wasn't good at naming things. Well, guess what? I'm going to take off the lead. 
with the uh, guy that is robotical looking. He's got like red eyes and like uh, bolts over his mouth and his head and like his underwear and everything. You ready? And I'm not joking and I'm not backing off of this name. This is my I'm for real which committing. Guy? Wait, which guy? The the dude right in the middle underneath oh, the hawk okay. woman. All right. I'm not backing off this name and I'm not joking. I would call him Rivet Bridges. Mm. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's it. Rivet Bridges. Because look at his underwear. They're riveted on. That's what I'm calling him. I'm pretty sure it's the Seeker. <laughs> no, just not. There's no way, dude. <laughs> if that is the Seeker, then I will uh, post a nude. Um, on OnlyFans. I actually have the, to the symbol on his chest makes me think he's has something to do with like jets. Like he's like a, I don't know, like a. I could say Winnipeg Jets. It's a hockey team. Oh, so the Winnipeg Jet. The Winnipeg Jet. That's actually pretty That's good. Pretty good, dude. I didn't Damn, know you're about hockey, but now it makes sense. The Winnipeg Jet. These are, actually could all be. Are these all sports team. references? Like, like the Calgary Flame. <laughs> no way. Did we crack the code? Grizzly. <laughs> What's the night? I don't know. <laughs> well, he's got a dragon. Is there something dragon? Like the Ontario dragons? <laughs> I don't know. Wow. Okay. Well, before we move on from Rivet Bridges, does anyone <laughs> other than, like, goddamn Craig the Genius, Jim, do you have a name for him? Not not really. Like, a, the, 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 the jet thing actually sounds really good to me. Rivet Bridges it is. Now, what about the bear? <laughs> well, if he's not called Klondike, it's just a complete failure on all parties. <laughs> oh, that is so good. I was going to call him, like, uh, what's the name of that? Like, uh, it's Kodiak. Kodiak. I think, actually think Co- I, meant, I think I actually meant to say Kodiak. Kodiak. Yeah, Kodiak. They're very large bears, Kodiak large. bears. Either of that or he's just grizzly. Grizzly. That is also a good one. See, here's what's so cool about that bear. For one... He's goddamn awesome with his sunglasses, but for two, he's giant. He's very for big. Th- for three, he's a bear. You literally just cannot beat that character. You say that the knight is the most exciting one? Well, here's the funny thing. The Eric bear. doesn't do knights, ever. Uh, he's got the, Eric has this thing where he doesn't really do cowboys, and he doesn't do knights, and he doesn't do... Oh, what was the third one? What's it like the common thing? like Ninjas. Yeah, he doesn't really do ninjas, does he? Nope. So it's cool to see Eric drawing a knight because knights are cool with their Agreed. swords and their shields. I do like this guy, and he drew Captain America, so you know you draw bitching scales and shields. Yeah, and he's got a green dragon thing going on. Maybe he's called Savage Dragon. <laughs> no way, dude. <laughs> do you think? Oh, that'd be Canadian too funny. Dragon, <laughs> cordial dragon. Hey, either he. Eh? I don't really have a good name the, for him, unfortunately. The Nordique. <laughs> He's like St. George or... Wait, did Kodiak win? Did I name the bear? Yes. Like I said, pretty I much one. Pretty much, if he's not called Kodiak, it's just a complete failure uh, mm. on everyone's part. It's very satisfying. Uh, the Knight, a uh, good name for the Knight. Stab you know. Man. Stab <laughs> Stab. <laughs> what you stab man <laughs> I like the idea of him being called Savage Dragon but he's just like you know 
in Canada, so it was never a problem. Okay. So I get this weird, like, Wolverine thing from the red girl. What with the yeah. claws and the kind of the face mask sort of looking thing, that kind of Rob Liefeld, uh, Bloodstrike looking face paint. Dude, uh, yeah, yeah. it's very Liefeldian. Very. So I want to call her, like, Weapon Zero or something like that. Wild thing. She's yeah. like a, a Canadian wolf. What's a Canadian wild wolf? Loops. Uh, what's a what's a Brotherhood of the Wolf? That remember that movie? It was like French movie. The hell was the name of that? Brotherhood of the Wolf. Yeah, you don't remember that movie? Uh-uh. It was awesome. No. When did it come out? Oh, I don't know. Nineties. Brotherhood of the Wolf, huh? Hmm. Uh, I'm not getting wolf vibes. I I think that Lobo. Think that she, oh, she has a Lobo face paint. Yeah. Like she's got like that claw mark, man, on her like yeah, chest. I get the wolf thing too, because I think it's a ripped shirt, dude. Oh uh, no, like, that is definitely four claws right across her chest. Right. It's like red wolf or something. She's probably like some like native. Red wolf is a pretty Inuit good Indian. Red wolf. Uh, Inuit Canadian. Shouldn't say Indian. There's something kind of like life filled about red wolf as a name. That's pretty good. Wolf, wolf. Like... wolf, wolf, blood, wolf. blood, wolf. <laughs> Isn't that Dude, really? You guys wolf. said it at the same time. <laughs> that kind of seals the deal. Blood, blood, blood. wolf, blood, blood, <laughs> blood, wolf is pretty good, dude. I think I think blood wolf wins. All right, so let's leave some for our listeners. <laughs> I don't think we did. So from left to right, we got uh, Northern Lights. Uh, what was the bird? Uh, just like Blue Jay or something. Blue Jay. Northern Lights, Blue Jay, uh, Rivet Britches, Kodiak, Savage Dragon, and Blood Wolf. <laughs> Man, we're good. Man, we're, oh, we're, so, we're so awesome at names. <laughs> I want to hear everyone else's names and put some work into it, guys. Send us something cool. Yeah, don't half-ass it like we did. We win it. To be honest now, here's the thing. It is hard as shit. Names are really important. So since we don't have, we didn't have any benefit. Like we came up with this concept right before the show. So since you, dear listeners, will have time, I want to hear awesome names, thoughtful names. So, Craig, tell them where they can write in. You can write us at savagefincast at gmail dot com. Give us uh, your answer to our interesting conversations, or make up your own. If you don't think ours is good enough. Yeah. Also, <laughs> give us the over-under on how long these people are going to live. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, and you know what? While we're being interesting, rank them. You know what, guys? Can we get... I'm sorry. We got a tight show, but we also got a small show. Real quick, can can I get a ranking? Just you two. Just I'll leave me out of it. Like, just your opinions. Who do you like most to least? Go. Either one of you. You can go first, Jim. Okay. I know what you like first. Night Bear, uh, Claw Girl, uh, Iron Guy, Fire Girl, Bird Girl, and Canada Man. Canada Man least? Yeah, he's kind of Canada Man. Heartbreaker. Heartbreaker. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go with the night. I, I, I kind of see where Jim's coming from. We never see these night guys drawn by Eric and uh, 
I would love it if his name actually was Dragon or something. Uh, then I'm going to go with the Flaming Skull Broad just because she's so strange looking. Uh, I'll go with Canada Man. He's kind of cool. Um, Brit, the Kodiak Grizzly guy because he's just huge and badass looking and he's mm-hmm. got his little John Lennon glasses on. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rob Liefeld Claw Girl. Mm-hmm. Then Rivet Bridges because <laughs> Bridges because I want to know what the hell his name is. It's got to be Winnipeg Jet, right? Look at the logo. Winnipeg like, Jet is real. pretty sweet. And then uh, the flying Blue Jay Girl. Dope. All right, let's hear yours real quick. Okay, I like the bear the most, the knight second, uh, claw face, uh, claw you know shirt third, uh, rivet breeches, uh, Canada man, and then flaming skull lady and uh, bird girl last. There you go. There you go. So please, listeners, feel free to rank these dudes. Uh, feel free to name these dudes and feel free to tell us how long you think they're going to live. I like that. This is very interesting. If you, I'm sorry, if you don't think that that is interesting, you take a long walk off a short pier, mister. <laughs> All right, you guys ready to move on? Yeah. Ready for, I feel, man, I'm feeling sporting. Like I could, I feel like I could play a game. <laughs> You always play games with my head. And with people's hearts. All right. So I got a game for you fellas, a little trivia. Oh, no. Congratulations, Jim. (laughs) I like to call this the vicious circle of life. The vicious circle jerk. Uh (laughs) Thank you for taking The person that loses is the vicious circle jerk. Mm. Um. What I'm going to do is ask you some trivia questions relating to the death of various vicious circle leaders. Oh, God damn it. Okay. It's going to start with a question, and you will, you will have – you will be able to answer the question directly, and you'll get three points if you're able to answer it without the multiple choice. I'll give you guys a few seconds. If no one answers it, then we're going to go to multiple choice. <laughs> if you wait until the multiple choice, you only get one point. Whoa, okay. If you you yell it out wrong or call it, not yell it out because you have to buzz in, but if you don't wait for the multiple choice and you get it wrong, the next person can either choose to just answer it or do the multiple choice, but you can't butt in. Got it. If you get something wrong, it's minus a point on top of of having to wait for the second person to answer. And even if you're the second person and you get it wrong, you get a minus a point. Damn. So three points if you get it without the multiple choice. One point with, one point off for getting anything wrong. Did you get all that? Yeah, dude. I got it. <laughs> Don't man. worry about it. Just get it right. Just get it I'm right. Go from there. <laughs> yeah, it's not a problem. Just win. All right. I got I got eleven questions here. Let's let's get to it. Jim, you got your hand Remember. on your buzzer. So yeah, for you guys, you can just type into your Skype chat a little X. Oh, is that what we're gonna do? All right, call into. I will call whoever hits it first. You got him. Um, start off with the question. Give you a pause and then go with multiple choice. You guys ready? I'm ready. To I go. am. Okay. Remember, these trivia questions are related to the death of vicious circle, various vicious circle leaders. Oh, no, dude, I'm gonna get hosed. First question. 
Not only did Dragon kick his ass while alive, he also smacked him around in the afterlife. Jim. Antonio Spaghetti. Uh, Spaghetti. I'll give you that. It's, I had Overlord, same thing. Three God points damn. for Jim. I thought that was who it was, but I was like, it's too easy. All right. Keep That's going. why it was the first question. Uh, if neither of you guys buzz in, I'll go to the multiple choice. I just wanted to say Antonio Spaghetti again. It's been a while. <laughs> All right. Question number two. Raid and Black Flag have some competition. A special gas was used to get rid of this parasitic villain. Oh, wait. God damn okay. We're going to go to multiple choice. No, 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 no. Read it again. All right. One more time. Raid and Black Flag have some competition. A special gas was used to get rid of this parasitic villain. Jim. The Wicked Worm? I'll give you that. It's Horde or the Wicked Worm. Oh, come on. Come on. I I confuse. I forgot that Raid was a bug bomb. (laughs) All right. Question number three. Terrible, dude. In the Savage World reality, Rex Dexter invented a power-dampening device. Mm. This device went off in the middle of a battle, and this villain got his skull smashed when Dragon socked him in the face. Raven. Solar Man. Wrong. (laughs) What? Are you goddamn kidding me? What? (laughs) Oh, dude. What the fuck? Read the question one more time. In the Savage World reality, Rex Dexter invented oh, a power-dampening device. This device Got went it. off in the... Go ahead. Oh, what's his name? Ha uh, Tintos. Tintos. Oh, I know. I... Oh, man. <laughs> Don't get it. Don't get it. All right. Oh. Five, four, three, two, one. I know who it is. Skull, it, was, it was Skullface. Oh, okay. That wasn't what I was thinking of. So, Raven, I you were gonna go remember, to this choice. is about vicious circle leaders. I thought, oh, dude. Oh. I'm confused. I thought you were going to go to multiple choice after oh, you get it wrong. Fuck. <laughs> I forgot. That's right, yeah. You didn't take the loss on that. Not so, uh, not so easy, is it, Craig? <laughs> <laughs> Since I'm losing so bad, wait, I'm going to take whatever But you X didn't. Wait, you, wait a minute. You, mar- you, you didn't wait for multiple choice, Jim. You Didn't you click or no? Well, I, I did a follow-up. To have my chance before it went to multiple choice, I could get the three points. All right. Well, this is how we're going to go from now on. If if you click or say you have to give an answer, if not, you have to wait until the multiple choice. Yeah, I agree that uh, Craig did the right thing uh, by uh, he saw the X and so he responded. So, yep, good call. If you Craig. don't know and you want to wait for the multiple choice, don't respond. Oh, good, good job, okay. Craig. Bad show, Jim. All right. So it's uh, we'll five to, to negative points. one. <laughs> And the reason you got that wrong, Raven, is because we're talking about vicious circle leaders. Well, Solar Man, he didn't even get his head smashed because of fucking Negate or Rex Dexter anyway. It was because they shut the damn hero-sucking machine off. So, holy shit. All right. I'm an idiot anyway. I also said this villain got his skull smashed when Dragon (laughs) socked him in the face. Yeah, but so did Solar Man. (laughs) I'm an idiot. Keep going, dude. I'm getting hosed. I'm going to be this fucking vicious circle jerk. This guy is the most worthless leader of the Vicious Circle. Nobody remembers him as he took control very briefly during the Tyrus Combine invasion. Almost as soon as he took control, Overlord 3 
left him with a giant hole in his chest. Did did you uh, click? Jim Jim buzzed in. Go ahead, Jim. Oh, I was gonna say Dread Knight, but that's wrong. <sighs> Dang it! All right, that's your answer. All right, Raven, it's your turn. So, Make Raven, you wanna... wait for my multiple choice. Okay, because so... I remember the dude, but I don't remember his name. All right, here's your choice: A, Brutalizer; B, Battle Roy; C, Johnny Nitro; D, Nuke Rage. It was uh, Brutalizer. You're right. Yep. A net big zero, baby. He had, he had armor like Overlords, right? Yep. Right. No, Brutalizer just had these weird like metal bands around his face and stuff. Oh. I just remember him getting smoked, and I was like, oh, yeah. And I, you know, yeah. All right. Zero. Feels good, dude. Feels good. All right. Four to zero. <laughs> oh, I lose points for getting it wrong? You lose one point for getting it wrong. Oh. Yeah. So you got to be careful, right? All right. Solar Man took the life of the upgraded version of this villain. He did it while jamming to the tunes of the Amazing Joy Buzzards. Oh, God damn it. I'll repeat the question one more time. Solar Man took the life of this upgraded version of this villain. He did it while jamming to the tunes of the Amazing Joy Buzzards. Got it. Jim. Brainy Ape. There you go. Oh, God damn it, I can remember it as clearly as day when you said that. Mm. Seven nothing. <laughs> you should have put stakes on this, dude. You knew you were going to, like, dominate. Keep going. All right. While cool looking, this guy could barely be called a leader as his reign was pretty short. Dart made sure of it with a couple of exploding darts to the eyes. Raven. God damn, why did I buzz in? I remember this dude so good. There's, he's even in the statue. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, time's going down. Five, four, three. Mecha head. <laughs> I just Minus one. <laughs> so you're down to negative two. Oh. No, no, you're back to negative one. Negative Sorry. one, thank All you. All right, Jim, you want to answer or wait? I'm going to hear those options. All right. A- the creator b firepower oh c death mask it's d fi- hardware firepower there you go i remember oh. firepower yeah he was he, in the statue fire guys. firepower was the one who kind of looked like overlord yeah With you the remember armor. right yep okay eight to negative one <laughs> all right is the recap necessary <laughs> Vanguard's buddy Wally murdered the vil- this villain while he was a prisoner on the ship. Who's the real villain here? Okay, Jim. Sebastian Khan. There you go, a.k.a. Cyberface. I'm mm. sorry I'm dominating you, Raven. 11 and negative just comes, My internet just comes is natural. Really slow. <laughs> My internet's really slow. Uh, I We're div- just going to play this out with Raven's no hope of winning. I diverted power from my PC to COVID relief efforts, so I can't be helped. I, I'm sorry that my noble pursuit of just betterment of humanity is um, stopping me from performing as well. That's okay. That's well, all. If, if you get every single one right <laughs> and Jim gets every single one wrong, you have a chance, I think. All right, come back. Here it is. All right. 
the form, this former vicious circle leader is one of two former leaders that have yet to meet an untimely death. Oh. If you give me one. Of oh, the I know. Flash Mercury. There you go. Mm. Suck a dick. <laughs> two. Can I name the other for bonus points? Sure. No. But you can name the other if you want. It's Powerhouse, right? Yes. Bros. 11 to 3. I'm going to be honest. It's two because I was negative one. Oh, yep. You're right. It's okay. I want When I win, when I win, I want it to be real. So keep going. Number nine. Another D-lister that somehow took control of the vicious circle but was quickly incinerated by Overlord 3. He looks cool, and his brother shares the name of the former FinCast host, but that's about it. We're going to multiple choice? Yeah. Raven, you could have got some points here. All right. Nick Justice. <laughs> Wrong. Oh, God damn it. Jokes. Jokes, it was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> now down to one. All right, here we go for... Uh, Jim, is it A, Raging Woody, no. B, Sid Hideous, C, Buster Justice, or D, Blueberry Surprise? If I answer wrong, do I still lose a point? Yeah. So it's in my best interest not to answer, but I will answer and say, what was the second one? Sid Hideous. Sid Hideous. That's wrong. Oh, Who's Buster Justice, dude? Buster Justice. His brother shares a name with former FinCast host, Nick Justice. <laughs> oh, Instead, this... Raven just said Nick Justice. <laughs> I know. I was like, how did Jim get this wrong? <laughs> Jim's playing around. Well, I thought That's it was a sound alike. Oh, well. Number 10. This guy lost his life when his former Vicious Circle pal, Skullface, broke his heart by stabbing through it. Whoa, fast. Jim, okay. the floor is yours. Uh, Hellraiser. That's right. All right. So, Jim won. It's close. 13 to 1. We'll go with one more just to rub in the embarrassment. No, hold on. Raven loses again. Hold on. No, wait a minute. <laughs> all right. All right. I wager do all of my points on this next Winner question. take all. Winner take all. I'm cocky enough to take this bet. Okay. Winner take all. All right, this is the lamest one because this is kind of a tiebreaker. <laughs> Perfect. All right, you guys ready? Put your fingers on the keyboard because you're going to get this one. This villain might hold the record for the number of deaths after Savage Dragon, although it wasn't always the same guy. Oh. Raven. Oh. That would be a Brainy Ape. Oh, yeah, the worst. <laughs> I meant Cyberface. worst. <laughs> yeah, still the worst. Jim, do you want to guess or wait oh, for the choice? Wait, was that wrong? <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, in that case, the answer is... Are you looking it up? No, I'm not looking it up. I'm at, well, I'm going through all the records. Do you want me to reread go, it? I'm, yeah, read it back while I go through my records in my head. This villain might hold the record for the number of deaths after Savage Dragon, although always it wasn't always the same guy. Oh, I see. So it's Overlord. Yes. Oh, get out of town with that. Spaghetti died like two or three <laughs> so times. Can you see where realities. I might have made the mistakes I made? Get out of here. I mean, Brainy Ape did die twice, I think. Yeah. And then Cyberface after that. But various bunch. overlords died all the fucking time. <sighs> so I said it always wasn't wasn't always the same. See, guy. in this case, if I had said Spaghetti, I would have been wrong. Antonio Spaghetti. Because I forget Ooh. who the second overlord was. That dude died too. 
one of the cops. Uh, oh right, and then the th- okay, there was a third one that was like had a beef with Johnson. Flash Mercury's still alive though. Yep. Even the fucking armor was just on on its own at one point, right? Yep. Uh, I hate quizzes when I'm. You know what? You've got a brutal <laughs> quiz in your future, Mister. I'm ruthless. This wasn't even hard. I gave you guys multiple choice. <laughs> I know, dude. I just suck shit at this stuff, dude. I don't know why. I'm a fake, guys. What I'm should a... his punishment be? Nah, I'm. I'm. You feeling kind? Magnanimous. <laughs> In victory. What a guy. What a what a guy. I I don't know what it is about like like Savage Dragon lore. I well I know exactly what it is. I told you I read the whole damn thing out of order. I've still to this day never done a straight read through. Sounds like a lot of excuses, dude. It's just one. It's really just one. I read it out of order and the events are so fucking soupy and mixed up in my head. I still don't have my continuity really super awesome. Sounds like a certain host of a certain podcast dedicated to Savage Dragon probably should do a certain reread. <laughs> all right. Okay. It's all right. It's fine. You know, um, Craig, I just got to say, I feel like your uh, game was unfair and I, I feel like it was... Uh, it was. It's punishment for all all the, the times I lost for your games. Mm-hmm. The bullshit that I had to go through. The shame and embarrass, embarrassment. Having to write a haiku on the spot. You don't even get a punishment. You did so good, dude. I'll tell you what. I will be magnanimous in defeat. Because I'm a... I'm a... I'm a what, are your, what is the opposite of a sore loser? I'm a good loser? <laughs> I'll let you... Give me some kind of fate. What do you What do you want, dude? I'll do it because I did lose like a motherfucker. Like not even just cl- not even close, dude. So go ahead, lay it on me. What What should I do? Since Jim didn't deem me worthy of some sort of shame, you lay it on me. What should I do? This is what I want from you. Okay, you have to write a letter into Savage Dragon. Oh, and my first letter. And uh-huh. when you write in. Some part of the letter has to say, has to give me praise. <laughs> That's a good one, dude. Okay, hold on. I'm going to make a note right now. You're hearing here, dear listeners, actual honest to God. Hold on. I'm legitimately, like, you can hear the keyboard. Okay, <laughs> write letter to Savage Dragon. Give Craig praise. In some form. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, that is uh, pretty damn good. You do realize that that will be my first letter in 28 plus years uh, of reading Savage Dragon. That will be my first letter. And uh, you've claimed it. You, you've good. you've not only good. prompted it to happen, because I just feel like I just don't have anything really awesome to say in the letters column. Not only have you prompted my first letter ever, but you've owned a piece of it for your own praise. There you go. And what better issue to write a letter into than for Savage Dragon 255? Oh, yeah, he, oh, you, oh, you don't mean write a letter to the show. You mean write a letter to Eric. To Eric. He's got to write a letter oh. to Savage Dragon, to Eric, for the book. Right. And it's got to praise me at some point. I thought we were just going to read a letter he wrote out loud on the show. 
no. <laughs> Isn't that a good pray a good prize, dude? <laughs> I was like, okay, you win, dude. But hey, Craig, you know what? It will be done, my friend. It will be done. Okay. Look forward to it in Savage Dragon two fifty six. If if it gets published, it, it will. It will. I'll make sure to write the most <laughs> yeah. bomb ass letter to where Eric will have to publish it. <laughs> Right, dude. Uh, I think uh, we need to start talking about what we're all here for. The Empty Grave. <laughs> it's so good, dude. S- covers first. Holy shit, bro. We've praised this cover, so I guess we don't have to spend a long time on it. But this is a good-ass cover. I love it. I love this cover. It's one of my favorites. I agree. It's simple, but awesome. Very striking. I think that he did kind of a genius thing. He sort of acted like he was going to do an alternate cover where the sky wasn't. I think he was going at first. Though that was so. This background with the red, the one that's published, right, is what he did, and he colored it. Mm-hmm. The other one was what Nico's colored, which was more of a normal sky. I think it was just blocked out solid. Was it? Yeah, but what's so funny is that like you can clearly see that's Dimension X over Paul's yeah. shoulder. Yeah. And so it's kind of cool because that fake-out spoiler, that fake-out solicit kind of threw doubt in my head that he was going to be looking into, you know, the Dimension X empty grave. Yeah, it's cool as shit. I, I love it. Which cover did you guys pick up? Well, the di- did digital only have one cover, or does it give you both, Jim? Um, it just has the uh, the standard cover. Okay. As far as I know. My shop is making the call for me, but I don't really have strong emotions on it. But I am getting the standard cover without the trade dress there. I like both, but I kind of like the standard cover for this issue because with the trade dress, it pushes everything down a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I kind of like having more. It makes on the standard version, the grave looks deeper. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the space for the grave? Yeah. Yep. I kind of like that better, and it's less busy up the top. I do like that Image Comics group kind of 70s trade dress. Don't get me wrong, but I think for this cover, I kind of like the just the normal logo. Right. Quick question cover, my dudes. Um, there have been many Savage Dragon covers where the logo has been fucked with. Do you think that we are long overdue for a Savage Dragon issue where the letters are smashed apart, like Incredible Hulk style? Oh. Yeah. You notice... Has that ever happened? It's never happened. Never happened. That would be... That would be great. Yeah. But he's such a stickler with his logos and, like, making it clear and readable. Yeah. So I don't know. It's funny. I actually got the idea, like, he was sharing all these, like, issues like he does on Twitter, like, the ones he bought and he didn't. And I was looking, and I was like, one of them was like a smashed up logo one where like the letters were just going everywhere. And I was like, it's funny. He's always like, what can I do that I haven't done? But in all these years, there's not been a Savage Dragon cover with like letters flying everywhere. Just some random, just a random thing. Love it. Love this cover. Jim, your thoughts. I mean, it's a great cover. I love, uh, love everything about it. it. It's just good use of negative space. I mean, I got nothing I can say that you haven't already said. 
It's okay, but I tell you, and think, you I tell you, I got something we can talk about. <laughs> Inside cover. Hello, <laughs> little peach. Yep, Silver Fox. Alex joining the party. Is it I weird that I, is it weird that I barely notice it anymore? <laughs> Jim, always nah. notice it. Always take take a moment to appreciate it. I mean, it's just a bare bottom. I mean, I see them all the time. Don't become don't become jaded to the bottoms. Don't don't let it become a don't let it become not special. <laughs> it's always a special little gift. It's always a gift. Every bottom is a gift. It's God's little way of saying hello from the bottom of His heart. I love the lettering again. I love the unearth by Eric Larson at the bottom. You know something I think is super cool that I don't know necessarily that we've seen much of, if ever the green of Paul kind of like carrying over onto Alex, like her skin. That's kind of cool. Cause if you like, you were next to somebody that was just green, like you'd get a little bit of green on you. <laughs> like it's a lighting thing. I'm saying yeah, it's a cool yeah, lighting yeah, yeah. thing. The lighting is very cool on this page. Yeah, I, I, uh, I love the coloring. Like, if you look at, like, um, Alex's shoulders and stuff like that, mm-hmm. the textures, it's great. Yeah, man. Fucking absolutely fantastic. It's funny. Such a simple, like, she's just sitting on a sheet while fucking mm-hmm. Paul's like, I want to see where she's buried. And yet, it's a great splash. He's such an insensitive bastard. It's like, they just got finished screwing around or something. Definitely. He's talking about his ex-wife. What a weirdo, too. It is like, she's well, like, that, what are you going to That seems like something Dragon would do. Dragon <laughs> has no tact and never has. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Jim, I got to ask. I was thinking of you as I read this. Paul's definitely uh, in the vein of Dragon the Dick. Oh, yeah. But Dragon's always been a dick. Yeah. Oh, like, I'm just saying. They're, like, how's they're, it they're the same, Paul and Dragon. Yeah, how does it, it feel to have uh, Dragon the Dick back in the book? Yeah, he's doing as usual. It's so funny. It's like, what are you going to do, dig her up? <laughs> I wouldn't put it past me. What? You weirdo. <laughs> dude, what a creepy. It's so funny, dude, how creepy. I just, mm, Paul, you're a weirdo, dude. I know he says he needs closure, and I guess it's like... If you were super powered and not afraid and you just like had to confirm the kill and all this stuff, but like, God damn dude, still too, it's creepy. Don't you think it's kind of Alex's dialogue is hilarious where she's just like, I'll make up a nice picnic lunch and we can go dig up your late wife. Now, can we please get back to business? (laughs) It's funny. You can look at his face. He's like, huh? Oh, (laughs) oh yeah. Oh yeah. We were humping. (laughs) I still can't get over that fin where like from, the front view looks totally different from the side view. I feel like, yeah, mm, yeah, you're right. The only way it makes sense is it doesn't make sense. It's it's like it's implying that there is a ridge along the top that is somehow extends further down than the yeah, point it, it comes to. It doesn't make any sense. No. The ridge, I think, is more implied by the light. Right. Like the lighting. Like, look at the coloring that Nico's did on panel two. Right. Because from the side, it looks flat almost. Well, like, on panel one, on page one, you can sort, you see the shadow of the flip, of the flipped over fin. 
Right. Mm-hmm. So I, is it just like curled back from that angle? Is it not a ridge? Is it actually just curled over? I think it's no. just cur- – dude, here's what it is, and I think this is what's fucking with this. It is just nearly three decades of seeing a fin that is thin, and I think that this is just like a croissant where it comes to a real fine point. But it does come off his head. It just looks flat from the front. Right. But it's not mm. flat. Like, dragon, like, t- three decades of your brain being trained to see this razor-thin line fin. Yeah. Because it, it looks flat from the side when he has, like, the profile. But it's not. It's just a drawing. Like, that's what I'm saying is yeah. I think that's the trick is that, like, it looks. I need to see a 3D model of this. <laughs> Impossible well, space. That's what I'm saying is like imagine like a croissant like that comes to a fine point. I think that's sort of like the how you gotta envision it. You hear that folks? That's how I envision it until I see it from the side. And I'm like, oh, I don't know. I don't get it. Whatever. <laughs> uh yeah, dragon, just creepy. Yeah, Alex is fucking funny, dude. And I love how she's all about the D. She's going to take it. She knows this guy is insensitive and only cares about his fucking wife. She's still like, okay, well, whatever. Let's get back to it. I only care about two things. She put up with Dark Lord. Uh, not Dark Lord. Dark Dragon. You know? Just saying. I hope, I hope fucking Paul can get his shit together and realize like he's got, like, you know, ignore his Ramona flowers for his fucking knife chow there. Just saying, don't turn down true love, Paul. It's right there. At any rate. <laughs> Sorry, man. I just feel like he's fucking up the same way Classic Dragon did. You mean always and every time? And <laughs> <laughs> yes. Like don't 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 back burner Alex, bro. <laughs> like that's all I'm saying. Wake up, Paul. Wake up. I don't know. I, I always thought. How do I even begin to phrase this? Alex has got something seriously wrong with her to keep pining after this guy. Like, do you guys remember that cool moment when she said she never saw Dragon again? Yeah. Why couldn't that have been the case? Because clearly that was her getting over Dragon. And now she's clearly not over Dragon anymore. I mean... This is Paul Dragon. Yeah, but this is like the closest she can get, you know what I mean? It's still pretty, like, sad. It's not, like... I mean, but here's the thing. Like, like is this to you? Is this true love to you? Is this the relationship that all the book always should have had? Or were they always better apart as friends? Well, okay, so kind of to explain the thing with Alex is that, like, she kind of got ended up with, like, that, you know, uh, the girl that got, like, you know, just passed over for for everyone else. Like, yeah, but you they, know, were, they were they were coworkers, right? But I mean, I'm talking about like I just think they make better friends than they do like boyfriend. She clearly wants to be more than friends, though. Is the problem? Yeah, but is that healthy after this long? <laughs> like, she's like the best friend that the guy like married somebody else, but really they should have been together. That's but. exactly what I mean, dude. It's Smallville, and Alex is Chloe Sullivan. So this is and, Lana Lang. Yeah. Well, no, Lana is in uh, Dimension. Uh, Lois is in Dimension X, uh, and uh, we got Chloe Sullivan here just trying to hook up. I guess Lana too. Wait, is Chloe? Like, wait, Chloe's a character, not an actress. I Chloe never watched Smallville. 
Right. Yeah, Lana's Lana's fine. Yeah, Lana works too. But basically, the problem with Alex is that Alex was always like clearly. Like, you know, it's funny. This is the phrase everyone like. It's modern. Like people hate to hear it. But Alex is friend zoned, bro. She's friend zoned. Like Dragon always puts her in the zone. He's like, nah, nah, not you. I mean, you're fine to fuck, but nah. <laughs> I mean, I'll bone you, but we're never gonna be like husband and wife, you know. I mean, they never had sex until he was off the force, so at least they were professional about it. <laughs> at least. I don't know. And then you got Paul, this weirdo, who is clearly, he's still, what's funny is he's still mostly his own dude. And so, what's this weirdo think? He's like, oh, here's this vulnerable chick who was super into the guy that was just like me. I think I'll just bone her all the time and go look for my dead wife. It's like, what? I mean, we're talking about Dragon here who just moved into his alternate reality counterpart's life and took his wife. Yeah. You ever think about him and Jennifer's relationship in the Savage World and how weird that actually is? (laughs) (laughs) Well... It's funny because, like, people do that shit in real life, though, bro. Like, they'll hook up with people that have the same name as someone. Or, like, I know a dude. I, uh, I know a dude who is with a girl who looks 100% identical to the last girl he's with. <laughs> I mean, honest to God, sometimes I get, like, goofed up in my head when I see him with the new girl thinking it's the old girl. And I'm just like, bro, that goes a little bit beyond a type. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I get that some guys have a type, but they could be twins. It's weird as shit, dude. The the worst are dudes that date girls that look like their mothers, kind of. <laughs> yeah, or what about, like, guys that'll hook up with a girl's sister? Like, after, like, oh, she passed and I uh, hooked up with her sister. It's like, what the fuck? That's not weird That's, to you? That's uh, Joe Biden's son. Did he do that? Yeah, his brother died and... He hooked up with his wife. God damn, dude. That's too weird. <laughs> it's too weird. But I'm just saying, like, we're criticizing Alex and, like, Dragon for, like, oh, I guess the kind of thing is, is if you knew that there was somebody that was just, like, almost 100% the person you wanted and they were right there, would you really have the willpower to be like, nah, that's weird? You probably wouldn't, is all I'm saying. He also... I mean, I guess this isn't the same dragon from the same reality anymore, so it doesn't really count. I mean, back then, there were, you know, Alex and Dragon were from the only ones from like the same reality at the time. Mm-hmm. But now, I don't know. It's Paul Dragon, so I don't know. I, don't, I have no idea. I mean, it's kind of like her best friend and someone that she's felt like she's lost multiple. Times I guess. Just keeps I back. guess in this right. case, it's it it's better that he's not the actual dragon. Because in this case, it's like starting over with a new guy. It's weird, though, because he has all the same memories. Some of them, right. anyway. Yeah. But he's, yeah, I guess. it's weird. What's weirder still is he is detached from him, though. He's like, because again, to him, I remember weird. doggy style. I remember <laughs> that. He's like, you like this, right? <laughs> I'm vague Guys. on the other details, but that I remember. I mean... It's crazy, though, because there's no version of Alex, I don't think, in his life, in his reality, in his original reality. Right. Isn't what he said? He's like, we weren't together. Just no, so I've know. never met you. He said, full disclosure, <laughs> yeah. we've never met. Yeah, I was like, wow, bro. But he has memories, so it, it's kind of weird that way. Um, 
Also, there goes my theory with this scene that, like, when he gets a boner, his fin grows to full size. <laughs> I thought for sure he was going to, like, do that, like, as a joke or something. Nah, man. Little no, man. The, the, the little time. blood rushes to his fin. The li- <laughs> yeah, the little, uh, little um, croissant just kind of peels up. Exactly. <laughs> he said peels. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's funny as shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow, you look almost like my dragon. Well, you better enjoy it while it lasts. I can't keep this thing up. <laughs> so, speaking of keeping it up. So, apparently Angel's put on some weight. Love it. Apparently, we 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 caught. Oh shoot, we caught that uh, back in the uh, funnies issue. Apparently, right. that is canon. Mm-hmm. This is a that weird. Would... This is kind of a weird conversation that they're that, that Angel and Frank are having. Because the imp- wait a minute, wait, 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 hold on, pause. You said speaking of keeping it up, and then all you said was Angel put on weight. Yes, the weight is still up. Oh, okay. Keeping <laughs> the weight up. Got it. Uh, no, that's fine. So you were saying? I, I was saying their conversation's a little weird to me because apparently Angel's been having second thoughts about being this whole superhero thing because she's been injured a couple of times and she doesn't really want to deal with it anymore. Well, you know, again, not to jump too far ahead, but like kind of like, like recurring theme dude like they're just they're young and they're thinking about you know they're young and they're in love and they're thinking about their their lives and stuff it's funny because if you got to think about like how things are in the world like right now like uh remember when malcolm was talking to like who was it oh boy this is why i just bombed the fucking game about villains who was the villain it was fucking, oh my god the dude with the fucking uh the gene tech i've already forgotten his name the fucking spook face he got killed he was boning all the demonoids oh oh right um scourge (laughs) scourge Scourge. remember when malcolm tells scourge he's like bro no one's gonna let you become the new overlord like are you fucking kidding me like there'll be heroes all over you so kind of malcolm paints canada as if um it's a little bit more like under control I've you got I mean? a big problem with this. Now I understand that in the in the Savage Dragon universe, everyone is like tissue paper. Sure. All right. But if that's the case, if going out, if dying is so easy, mm-hmm. why would anyone become a superhero? Well, I mean, you know, why do we have firefighters in the real world? Well, that's like, what I'm saying. Why is Angel having second thoughts now when she's been doing this for years? She knows it's dangerous. It's, it's the job. Yeah, but I mean, bro, she almost died. She she she's come to the conclusion that because the freak out, uh, the uh, chosen the the Malcolm Blood freak out double combo is no longer viable because freak out's been made illegal. She no longer wants to put herself at risk. That's what that's what this whole conversation's about. Because she almost died last time. Yeah, she got gored. It wasn't for that. And fair. she got gored by the demon. But but her solution is that as long as she has the get out of death free card. With the freak out, she's good with it. I know why you hate this because you hate freak out. I kind of do. It, it's <laughs> all about the the. It's all about the blood stuff. 
which I think is always and this conver- in this in this thing here is exactly why I don't care for it because yeah, if you got like oh, if I get injured, just inject me with Malcolm's blood, then take my powers away. Easy peasy. Now I'm invincible. Then where's the where's the sacrifice? Well, I think that was the whole point of making Freak Out illegal. Like right. it was fine. Now now he's kind of done because yeah. otherwise there is that kind of easy back door. Right. But but now you've 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 poisoned the well of Angel. I think this conversation is okay because like of her near death experience. She's saying it's too much of a risk, dude. She's got Frank that she loves like enough to marry. You know, like she's just like, dude, like I have things to lose. And I guess there's, well, there's that. And there's also in this, in the world of Savage Dragon, without most of our main characters, there is a lack of, um, um, what's, what's what I'm looking for? A lot of characters, they don't have a lot of reason to be superheroes who are superheroes. Other than just bettering the world. Doing the right thing seems to be pretty much the baseline. They've got, like, nothing they're really working towards. They're superheroes because they have powers and they're good people. Sure. Mm-hmm. Which that's is, it. But that's the thing. Angel doesn't have anything beyond that. She became a superhero because she thought it was to be fun when she got her mom's powers. Well, I mean, it's also how she grew up. She right. doesn't know anything different, really. I guess. Yeah, she saw her mom and dad, like, beating the shit out of villains all the time. But, like... Angel's seen enough shit. She should know that A, it's dangerous, and B, there aren't enough good guys to go around. You kind, if you have powers and you want to help, you kind of have to. Yeah, because but that's where this whole the vicious circle, thing. the vicious circle, is going to murder everybody if people like her aren't on the front line. This is this is where the near death experience comes in. She just had an experience that was closer, put her closer to death than anything she's had yet. Right. And, but, and so, but almost, and it, shook it, almost, it almost seems like, though, that the weight she's put on is what's got her worried. No. <laughs> no, it's And that she's been death. using COVID as an excuse, the COVID lockdown as an excuse to not go out and do the hero thing? No, well, I think it's all, everything that's happened yeah. between Frank Jr. and herself. Right, that's it. It's everything. It's the, you know, she's had a lot of time to just sit around and, like, I mean, think she's got it. She's been roommates with Alex, so she's just seen like how a fucking old maid. Remember, there's all that like build up, like oh, we're just two old maids, and now all of a sudden, like she's got Frank in her life. It's kind of like there's a flow there, you know? Yeah. Like Alex just pining after Dragon all the time, and oh, I got to get to the Dimension X. I got to see if I can, you know. It's like I got to find him. I got to get to Dimension X. Like you know, I, I feel like the 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 through line there is pretty clear. Like, she's just got something to, like, you know, a reason to maybe not be a hero anymore is all. Well, I mean, think about it. Like, her mom's dead. Her father, Savage Dragon, is dead. I mean, we got Paul Dragon back. She almost lost Frank. She almost died. It's That's pretty recent stuff. Yeah. Yeah, Frank, that's right, man. Yeah, fucking Dick Tasty bashing Frank's uh, fucking computer in. Yeah, dude, Frank almost got it. He was in the fucking hospital bed. It's got to take a toll. Yeah, I feel like this is warranted. It's not the weight. It's the weight of all of the recent events, maybe. <laughs> I I got to say, it, it is the, the weight thing. Just a, a side comment on that. Um, I mean, Angel looks just kind of normal, which is kind of cool. Like, usually, you know, of course, Savage Dragon Babe's always, like, buff and super fit. 
And in this kind of shot, she just looks like a normal person yeah. in a way, you know? Yeah. I kind of like that. It's kind of kind of a nice touch. I like it. I think it's cool, too, like, if she decides to uh, – I, I think it's kind of interesting to bring up the, like, metabolism. Like, you know, he's like, well, you know. I mean, it kind of, like, makes them more, like, more relatable, like, more human. He's like, well, you weren't – you know, you're not out there kicking ass all the time. So, yeah, you know. I don't know. It's cool. I do like it. What's funny is Frank looks more like a superhero in this picture. <laughs> Frank Jr., I mean. Well, he's probably, like, all thin from being in a hospital bed for <laughs> right. how many weeks? Man, blunt force trauma to the head is such a great diet. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, guys. I mean, This next splash, did you got... God. What was your reaction? I, I yelled, damn. I was alone in my apartment. And did you yelled. yell at Chris Tucker style? I did, dude. I was like, damn! Like, oh my God, dude. It's fucking crazy. What about you? Totally unexpected. It was totally unexpected. So unexpected. I missed, like, the second part of it. Because <laughs> right. not only does Dart catch a bullet to the brain. Right. <laughs> But she falls over and drops one of her explosive darts, which destroys her own her body by yeah. setting off all the other darts, I suppose. Dude, get ready for it, Jim. Are you ready? The fucking exploding dart that blows her goddamn body up was her earring. Yeah. I don't that, I don't know. Was it her yes. earring or is it what was in her hand? It was the earring. That crazy bitch had exploding darts on her earrings, dude. Yeah, but cuz I saw the one fall off, but I didn't know if that was there was one in her hand or what? Because, well, maybe not. But you know what? I will just say because the first time I read this issue, my immediate thought was, <laughs> Eric has misdirected us. The returning shark tooth face on the cover of the next issue, it must be Dart, right? Because right. she's got shark teeth sometimes, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. her entire body's been destroyed by explosives except for that one leg. That seems very unlikely. But- <laughs> Yeah. Let's talk about this splash. Right. And, and like, I want to bring attention to one thing that's fucking freaky and cool. <laughs> Look at her eye on the our left, I guess. Right. Her right eye. Mm-hmm. And how it's just kind of like getting pulled from the blast. Yeah. Like, the other eye looks normal. And that one eye just looks, it's just cool. It's a cool little touch. Looks fucked up. Like, the skin is getting pulled around the eye. <laughs> well, it, yeah. it, it would be. Oh, it's fucking, this is grisly. <laughs> Strands of hair. This is, I, I, dude, bro, I mean, this is fucking over the top. This has got to be one of the top ten. Like, somebody is so funny. Somebody on the Savage Dragon Facebook group was like, shades of when you saw Carl getting shot in the eye. and For Malcolm. For Malcolm. And then I was laughing as I read that because I was thinking, man, you have not seen shit yet. <laughs> you haven't seen shit. It's such a great drawing of Dart, too. Yeah. Like her face and the eyes, like the classic giant Larson eyes, very anime type. Yeah. And then just that one sound effect, blam. Oh, dude. Fucking killer. And you look at this and you're like, what? The, the, you, you're just, there's no scene setting it up. <laughs> You just flip the page from like this calm, you know, two person conversation in someone's bathroom, <laughs> flipping the page to 
all this white space, gory blood splatter, an ear flying off, giant blam. It's so shocking. Yeah. Fucking skull fragments. This is fucking dark. She's been around longer than probably any other villain at this point. Well, I did some quick research on that. Oh, love it. So, fun facts, Zoids, about Dart uh, and her adventures as Dart of our girl Allison. So, Allison, of course, she appeared as the uh, babysitter character way, 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 way back in, like, issue 45. Mm -hmm. But what's fascinating is, doing my research, is that as Dart, she only, she had first appeared in issue, what did I determine? Um... I believe 115 was her first appearance Holy as shit. Dart. And it, see, here's the crazy thing. 115 was that big, big, uh, the double, big issue, double, double size du- issue. Double, whatever. Yeah. The big double issue with the wraparound cover. So yep. on the cover, you see Dart, but she's not actually in the main story. She actually mm. gets introduced. Allison gets introduced as Dart in the freak force backup of that issue. Because mm. 115 is where Sergeant Marvel dies. Yeah. Which was, yeah. So, uh, her so yeah, what's his face is re recruiting members for Freak Force, and he finds Allison as Dart. Um, because at the time, Allison is looking for Mako because she wants to kill Mako. Gotta kill Mako, right. For, for killing her. For aunt. killing her aunt, exactly. And you later see her. In the Mighty Man backup, having been recruited by Super Patriot to take on Mighty Man. Mm-hmm. The first time we actually see her in as Dart in Savage Dragon is in issue 144. And we see in that, and 144 was the issue where one page, I mean, sorry, one panel equaled one day. Mm-hmm. And we see one panel of Dart with the God Sword attacking Dragon. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good job, Jim, she, on this. She slices like a bunch of appendages, right? No, uh, actually, turn so. the page. Yes, he has no arms. You're right. Right. <laughs> Craig, you're a genius. That, that's the page turn where uh, where uh, uh, Shadowhawk has summoned everybody and, like, Dragon has no arms and yeah. uh, 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 Spawn, has Spawn no is a corpse <laughs> and Witchblade is a normal woman. Yeah. That was hilarious. Yes, it was great. Yeah, but, but so so she's been around at this point for over a hundred issues yes. as Dart. Wow! Holy shit, dude! Would you say she's been the leader of the Vicious Circle for more issues than? I don't know when she became Vicious Seeker, Seeker uh, Vicious Circle leader. She's got to be up. He's there. He's got Seeker on the mind. <laughs> he does. She's got to be up there though. Yeah, she's yeah. got to be one of the like longest running, most successful. Think about success. She's got to be one of the most successful vicious leader. Like, Although leaders, she did she did kind of get determined to be a villain in issue the backup of issue one twenty. That's mm-hmm. the one where Hordis encounters her beating a guy up, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. like she, uh, I believe she. She's oh a, yeah, she frames Hordis. She frames Hordis for her crimes. Yeah, bro, you know what this is, don't you? This is justice for Santa Claus. <laughs> what? Yeah. Oh, that's she right. Beheaded. That's right. Oh, she yes. She beheaded Santa Bunny. Claus and the Easter Bunny. So think about it. What a perfectly fitting end. Like, to, like I said, it's just, I'm not convinced she's actually dead yet. 
Jim Howe. Can you I mean, I mean, me she's dead, but well, she still got shark DNA. Okay, potentially. There's a there's a get out of jail free card here somewhere. This is Savage Dragon, so yes, I'm with Jim. Sure. It seems too easy, and the way she dies just seems too like to go out this way. Well, I mean. I'm of two minds of that. One, you're right. It is kind of a chump way to go out. But two, chump ways to go out is a Savage Dragon tradition. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes people just die. Sometimes no, it's sometimes great. a it, random it, it, sniper gets lucky. I'm just looking at the splash, and I'm looking at the entry point where the splatter starts. Well, like, which, 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 side, which, which so... side is the entry point to you? On her it's... left. No. On her left or our her left. right? Her left, oh, our her, right. Her, yeah. Right. No, I say it's the entry. Yeah, yeah, you're right. On her left. On her left. Her, her left, left. Because our right. the explosion is the exit right. wound. Right. So when you look at that splatter going in, it's just crazy looking. It looks so cool. There is a bit of interesting sequential artwork here, uh, even though it's a single image, and I fucking love it. Whether he meant to do it or not, it's how it reads to me. You know, as a you know English speaking reader, you read the page left to right. The flow yeah. of this is from right to left. Mm-hmm. Even the sound effect, blam! It's on the fucking other side. It's kind of one of those things. It kind of goes against the flow. That's what I was saying. But yeah. put, I was going to bring up putting blam on that side when the that's the exit point. But it makes sense when you're reading because you feel like it's coming from the other page, right? The page after it. No, I'm saying I love it because it fucks with you. Because you're just yeah. like, whoa, because the action's flowing the other way. Dogs. Just this white background with the red and black splatter. The negative like looking, space. Ooh. Yeah, the the hair. So, like, when you get the hair and he just has all the black inks and just scratches mm-hmm. scratches away at it. So it just looks like bloody hair strands. Bro, I would love to see the originals to this. Yeah, yeah. Wow. If, Imagine if this was twice up. Yeah. Like this, this the size of a car door. <laughs> yeah, wow, crazy as shit, dude. Like, honestly, and then like, like Jim was saying, this next page, like, it's not over yet. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's like, man, if she's not dead, I don't know how the hell she's coming back from this. Yeah, me either. That's the thing. And uh, let me ask you guys, like, um, so Dart going down was like as much of a holy shit moment. As Malcolm just getting just fucking chopped up bits by those explosive yeah. darts. So this yeah. is just one fucking crazy fucking thing after another. Uh, let me ask you, if Dart finds a way to come back, are you guys disappointed? Or are you like, holy shit, what a feat to bring her back from this? I can't remember. Did, did come back from I, I can't I can't remember, though. Did she get the immortality? Blood. The little wise guys oh, in the little wise guys. I, for some reason, I thought at I some thought that point that was just to live forever. Like it didn't stop. Obviously, they got their heads cut off. Oh, that's yeah, right. That's, that's right. They did die. It stops you from aging. Right. Like you never age. But yeah, it okay. Does so that doesn't help. Make you. <laughs> well, there is. There's just that something comes up later in the issue that makes me wonder. Bring it up when we get there, because yeah. I don't know Man. what you mean. I mean, if Malcolm can barely survive, how can she survive these explosions? You see her leg getting blown off. It's so disgusting. Her eyes out of the socket. It's so funny, that image. She's like, she's falling. She's got her, like, her squish titty. It's funny. 
Yes. Blood everywhere, just gore. Explode that explosion is like wow, what a sequence. Dude, the last like just the thought of that, like to show the little dart going tick, you know, yeah. clicking and just exploding. And again, the sequential art there is just so fucking good because you've got the dart like falling in the upper panel and then yeah. You can just draw a straight line from that dart down to the ground, and then boom with the big explosion. The nice scratchy panels. It's just perfect to have those kind of panels. Yeah. The the thud sound effect. Mm. Yep. So good, dude. Got the little seismic lines in it. Like if this was a movie, you know that that would be like just silence, and that'd be all you'd. Hear. Yeah, you'd watch like the dart fall in slow motion. <laughs> So good. And then you could definitely hear the canisters getting shot through the window. (laughs) Dude, let me just say, these goddamn Canucks don't fuck around. Wow. I love this badass. He says, surrender and you don't get hurt. They're not playing, dude. They make Chicago cops look like fools. Yeah. How long did we see Chicago PD with those giant super cannons and they didn't do shit? I mean, to be fair, they do immediately get their ass kicked. True, true. Yeah, but they're just humans. But at least they go in there. They took out Dart with a shot. This is their first time encountering the VC in force like this. This They're learning their lesson of why you don't do this. Because you get cut to ribbons immediately. Well, they've already been fighting because they charged with Malcolm with the dick drawn on his face. and stuff. <laughs> That's true. This is like the SWAT team, I guess, coming in. Look how fucking crazy Malcolm looks in that panel where, you know. The, con- the, the like, continuity of that corpse location is a little wonky. Doesn't matter. It's for school. It's for cool. It's rule of cool. It's for cool shot composition. <laughs> It's, it's so good, dude. I'm saying, like, it just sells the brutality of that scene. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. It is funny, when you think about it, that Malcolm's injury is very similar to Dart's. Both missing that eye. That, yeah. le- that, le- that right side of their head, yes. You thinking what I'm thinking? Composite Dark Malcolm? <laughs> <laughs> like, together? <laughs> just fused together? It's nuts, dude. This this whole like you said, this whole sequence is this goddamn bananas. I like how angry Rogue Warrior is. Yeah. It's like he almost cared. Yeah, I I'm glad you pointed that out. Yeah, it is cool. It does seem a little bit more than like, oh, you killed our leader. Like he's mad as fuck, bro. And then we get to see North Force in all their glory. What a great What great heroes page. coming over all the corpses of all these cops. <laughs> <laughs> Just in what the a nick splash, of time. Though. <laughs> I mean, you go from the dart splash is awesome. I mean, I don't think anything can top that. But also just getting a splash of this brand new superhero group, which is always fun to see like a new group of characters. Right. Super stoked seeing, flipping and seeing all these guys. Yeah, I love Eric Larson character designs, bro. I fucking love them. I, and I'm so thrilled to see, because we were getting new villains, like, pretty good, actually, for a clip. But not too many new heroes. And bam, dude, here come the good guys. Holy shit. Yeah, yeah. I'm super intrigued to learn more about these guys. And I don't know. I know Jim's been talking up the night guy. Super stoked to just, I, I don't know, I hope we get some more pages and some dialogue with these guys. Oh, yeah, please don't just keep them Z-listers. 
I would love to learn more about these characters. And you know, I know we'll never get them, but I'm going to wish anyway. It'd be cool to have some toys. <laughs> they got that toyetic look, bro. Some backup something, man. Give me some. Yeah, backups. Give me some North Force. Yeah, give me some North Force backups, man. Now, let me ask you guys. Do you think that North Force in any way took name inspiration from Freak Force? Or no? Nah. Or no, not at nah. all. Okay. No. Nah. Not at all. I don't think so. All right. Because it kind of seems if you've got a, a team led by a like a, a flag guy, that doesn't that kind of like, I don't know, make them feel like they're more important Kinda. than Freak Force? Freak Force is more like outcasts, you know? Yeah, well, you enough got, like, for the flag guy. Like, I mean, sorry, at least guys. two, three of these guys could be weirdo out, outcast weirdos. But this this team just screams though, like premier Canadian team, like the Canadian Avengers. Right, they do, don't they? It's any it's, team it's that Alpha has, like, Flight or it's flag on on all their clothes. You know, yeah, it's like Alpha Flight or uh, oh, who's the other one? God damn it, the Avengers. No, yeah, I'm thinking of Canadian <laughs> teams. Oh, I only know Alpha Flight. You know who'd look really good, like with this team, Angel, in her yeah, in her Canadian outfit. They just make Super Patriot Canadian, <laughs> a little Canadian flag hit, uh, mask. So then we get another yet another splash page. I know, bro. It's like all killer, no filler. Just one after another. Just bodies everywhere. It's just kind of it's skeletons. just kind of interesting, just the tone it sets because we've just had this whole bunch of craziness with Dark getting shot and the uh, vicious circle charging out and the North Force showing up, and yet here's Malcolm <laughs> in a pool Malcolm of blood in the middle of this room in tranquility. Is is Dart missing besides her leg? Uh, well, that's the thing. You see her leg there, and I guess that's her hair in the middle of the, the splat. Is that what that I'm is? I'm pretty sure that's what's left of her, the top of her head, yes. Yeah, there's like a little dart on the table. My shit's got fucking <laughs> blown to bits, And dude. that's Malcolm's leg over there in uh, next to it. This is actually one of my theories. One of my many, many theories. Okay. Is that you'll notice the proximity of <laughs> Malcolm and Dart. Mm-hmm. Maybe the blood shall mingle. Ooh. Maybe. But then she would just explode. Yeah, wait. Yeah. Well, you know, after she heals up from a pile of goo, <laughs> then explode later. You know, Dart is a strange cocktail of blood. She's got immortal I blood. I mean, maybe. She's got shark blood. Maybe that's the. Oh, maybe the shark blood negates it. Because remember, who was um, the guy that got injected um, that didn't blow up? Uh, what the hell was Braun his name? didn't. Braun. So maybe somehow Mako's blood will keep her from exploding. Later this issue at Belco, that one guy says, his shark blood's got incredible healing powers. Or incredible virginity. Maybe, dude. Mm. But she's in fucking chunks, dude. That's crazy. It's just crazy. She got a bullet through the brain. So... Like, look, seems weird. Judging from this splash page, she's just like a goddamn scalp and a leg. Right. <laughs> like, if she comes back from that, holy shit, dude. 
Um, please appreciate for a moment along the bottom of this page that there is a green skirted butt that then becomes a skeleton. I love it. Oh yeah, it's a half skeleton, half like yeah, half like just the top of them got burnt. <laughs> That's wild. It's cool, man. It's that must have been from uh, what's her name, Hellfire mm. with a weird. Leech creature on her head. Oh, a flaming. That's funny. Okay, zoom in and zoom in. Enhance in the top right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you see it? I I see it. Let's see if Craig sees it. Do you see it, Craig? Top right. Yep. Top right. Can you zoom in? Yeah. Uh, hold on. Once you see it, you'll oh. be like, "Oh my god." Of the Malcolm splash page, where he's in the center of the page. I just see, I don't know, what, d- dead bodies. I see the f- above the, her, above Dart's leg. Yeah, above Dart's leg, to the right. That's good eye, Jim. You're a fucking eagle eye, dude. Oh, Archie? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Archie Andrews, Rip. Maybe that's Betty and Veronica on the table. I don't know. Yeah. Is that, is that Betty on top there's a blonde? of Veronica? I get, the Archies have turned to crime in their old age. I was going to say there's a blonde on top of him. It's got to be Betty. Veronica's got the purple, the black hair to the left. Yeah. Dude, Jim, fantastic eye, dude. Well, I was looking at John Day, so I was looking for more John Days from the John Day gang. Mm-hmm. I was going to make a comment on that guy's crazy uh, plaid pants and skinny <laughs> legs, but I had no, I wasn't even thinking Archie. Isn't it just like Betty to like, you know, block Archie from the, like, <laughs> from bullet fire and whatnot? Yeah, uh, she'll fix your jalopy. She'll take a bullet for you. And you still get friend zone for Veronica. Um, it needs said before we move on from this that uh, obviously this is very evocative of uh, Savage Dragon laying in a pool of blood, like in the early issues. Mm-hmm. Like, I think this is a great dragon moment where it's just like, it is one of those great dragon moments where it's like, it's not just violence. It's like, God damn dude, look at all this craziness. Like this shit is a fucking madhouse. It's a slaughterhouse. So it's not just happy violence where there's just a bunch of buildings get smashed up. Like innocent people, bro caught in a crossfire. Holy shit. And then the, you know, sort of the grim reality. It's a little bit sad. You know, we get to see uh, Maxine taking a call. Which is kind of a funny conversation. Like, Maxine doesn't, like, hide anything. Yeah, yeah, at all. <laughs> She's just like, oh, he blew up to pieces. He's missing part of his brain. He might not remember really? us. <laughs> you think you should be uh, saying that? <laughs> well, it is to her smartest kid. Yeah. He's more mature, probably. Dude, funny comedy. He's looking more and more like Malcolm, young Malcolm. Mm-hmm, with his little shirt. Loving it. Yeah, yeah. Loving it. I think it's funny uh, that he managed to get a you know humor in this uh, scene. <laughs> Do I still have to go to school tomorrow? <laughs> yeah, that's something a kid would say. But, it, you know, it is crazy, though, seeing him at this age because it really does look like Malcolm yeah. kind of – what issue was that? Was it one hundred one one hundred one? Yeah, when it was on him on the cover, punt, uh, kicking max damage. Mm-hmm. Yep. It totally. He looks exactly like that age. 
it's kind of wild. I feel old. Yeah, what's funny is I was thinking when I saw him coming through the door, I was like, you know what? He'll be like in charge of the book before you know it. We'll all be all old and shit. <laughs> I love the um, just crazy like cuts he's made in the like uh, black of the building there. Yeah, yeah. Really fun stuff, man. I love it. Just wild. Like you can tell he's always Eric's always just fucking around. And what another killer splash page? Yeah. <laughs> And all these splash pages are all totally different. Yeah. Dude, I never get tired of seeing Dimension X. It is always something cool. There's always some yeah. new weird visual, like those heads along it's, the bottom of the planet. It's like some kind of Steve Dicko fever dream. Love it. Love it. You got that, like, dude just riding that, like, meteor or whatever with a face. Yeah, I like those little, like, prism shards that are just kind of floating around. Mm-hmm. And I like, this. is this, do you figure that light behind them is the gate into Dimension X? Yeah, it's got to so be, right? they're just coming. Yeah, yeah, they're coming through it. Okay. She's got the power glove. Fun to see the power glove again. Well, can I ask you guys, is that the first time we've seen the entry point into Dimension X rendered like that? It feels... Yes. Probably, yeah. That's cool. I really like it. I really like that visual. Like, it's kind of like a signature. I could see that being a signature visual. Weird mud heads. <laughs> That's what I mean. Yeah, those little, like, mud heads, like, coming along. Even the rock the guy's riding on has a face. <laughs> so good, dude. The, the weird clouds on the planet. Very neat. Yeah, like, um, you know, Alex sort of commenting on, uh, you know, how casually Captain Tootsie just let them into Dimension X. Maybe not the best steward of uh, such a dangerous place. Didn't he also let Paul just in? Yeah, he did. <laughs> it's like, mm, Tootsie, my man. A little, little more precaution there when it comes to Dimension X. <laughs> He hangs around with, like, young kids all the time. He's kind of a simpleton. But, yeah, he's like a scientist. <laughs> a simpleton genius. <laughs> Do you call like Tootsie? Jackson. Do you call Tootsie a simpleton? <laughs> <laughs> he's done nothing to earn that, sir. He's done nothing to he's earn like that. like a giant child. <laughs> mm. Yeah, uh, I got to say... Uh, it's kind of an interesting little, uh, with this book, you never know if it's nothing or if it's building up to something. But it's kind of interesting to learn that Paul has no real experience with Glum. You know, you got to wonder down the road, like, what would happen if those two met? Right. Which makes sense. It's Like I said, it's kind of like I'm still enjoying learning things about Paul, you know what I mean? the interesting contrasts between him and our dragon. Right, right. So, on this next page, though, you see the recurring theme that I was talking about, where, like, Maxine is kind of like, bro, you know, we maybe need to, like, give this hero shit up. Quitters, live... all of them. <laughs> you know, maybe we just need to live the good life, you know what I mean? Yeah, he just got his ass beat a few times by the vicious circle. When you think about it, the last episode issue was it last issue? Or the issue before? it was last issue. It was last issue, right? Yeah, he got thrown in the water, like basically knocked out, and they fished him out of the water, knocked the fuck out for hours. So <laughs> he's not really a match for the vicious circle. Nope, not on his own. There's too many of them. I like that. 
I love that. Malcolm in real danger. Dude, it's how long has it been? He's just been creaming right. every fucking buddy he comes across, and now he's in like super danger. Mm-hmm. Just a great page. Love this like uh sorta this sort of like, you know, long tall panel, you know, layout with the thin strips there. You know, the big drawing of Maxine on the side at the you know, the side of the hospital bed. She brings up the interesting point, you know, acknowledging again from the funnies. In the funnies issue we saw that the alien ban was lifted, like the Supreme Court threw it out. Right. And so now she's like, dude, you know, if you think about it, like if we went to Chicago, like Chicago would be a super awesome place to be because there's no freaks. <laughs> so, I don't know. It's kind of like, what do you guys fucking think of that? Like if the book went back to <laughs> America. I don't think it is. I think he's in Toronto for a while. Yeah. I mean, like, like they said, like one of the kids is, isn't Maddie a Canadian? Mm, yes. Has to be, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yep. But Angel is moving back to America with Frank. And, we'll see. And Freak Force, they're on the reservation in America. I don't know, bros. We'll see. We'll see is right. Um, we get to see the awesome, like, you know, just the power, power glove. I like to see Alex kicking ass. She needs her battle tank armor back. That was the yeah. best, Alex. <laughs> That's long gone. And they just smack that bat creature in the kisser. Yeah. Boom. And back to Glum World. Well, no, not or, no ne- next near Glum, Glum World. Yeah. Glum World. It's a. Uh, of course, there there, there are boy, lots of there, there are lots world. of Glum Worlds because when Glum was when uh, emperor, he carved a lot of worlds into his image. Yeah, Bully Boy World is right though. Uh, love this Mako picture, dudes. That's another page where I flipped and I was like, what? <laughs> right? <laughs> There's my boy. I knew we would see Mal- Mako again. I don't know. Man, I flipped that page. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah, dude. This was a... Especially knowing that that, you know, that cover solicitations got something that looks like Mako. Mm-hmm. Now, I think we've talked about this before off the air, but... You know, is that just kind of, you know, Eric just kind of tricking us, throwing something out there, making us think. This definitely seems like a fake out. But the mentioning of this page about how Mako's immune system is off the charts. He could fight off diseases like nobody else. Uh, Then, of course, his incredible power. But, man, he got cut in half. Oh, I'm sure he's dead. Yeah. Although I guess if yeah well I guess if Mako couldn't come back of course he got cut by the God Sword getting cut by the God Sword's a big deal because it like cuts you at the atomic level it's hard to knit back together when you get cut with the God Sword even that's weird foreboding like panel where it's like yeah I'd be worried there I hate to think what would happen if he was to return and the la- the scientists like there's no reason for concern <laughs> I'd like to think that we're a bit more responsible than that at Belco. Yeah, I don't trust this, this. Belco's known for responsibility. I don't. Tr- right. I do not trust this character at all. Right? Do you think the janitor is sinister? With his faith, oh, face yeah. I, I, I don't even believe they, they they they're giving Angel freak out at all. I think it's. Uh, I think. Bum, bum, I bum. think this is a big misdirection. <laughs> I got to tell you something. Um, before. 
I was 90% sure that that was Dart on the cover of the next issue. Now yeah. I don't know what the fuck to think. I, I'm bugging out that that Mako is, <laughs> at least his corpse is there. It's like, I just didn't expect that. No, me either. Although, dude. you know, this is Belco because it's Gene Tech that does all the animal research. Right. I, so I would have expected the Mako corpse to be at Gene Tech. Yeah. But Gene, a lot of that stuff's up in Canada. Right. right. Yeah. But this is Belco's sinister. Yeah, dude. And it kind of like, doesn't it make you sort of like, doesn't get you going? Like, what other fucking things have they scooped up? Like, if they got Mako there, and Mako's been dead a long time. Yeah, it's been, yes. So, if they got Mako there, and they've just been keeping him around, what a... Is it like some part of like, uh, because he was taken from the penitentiary then. Right, Stronghold Penitentiary. government making some kind of, I don't know, superheroes or something with Belko? Dude, I love the idea that they would just study these weirdos and try to, like, get whatever they could out of them. Like, isn't that the most realistic shit? Yeah. To be like, oh, yeah, dude, this we had a fucking shark man here. Let's fucking study that guy. So, I don't know. My mind, it's so funny how much this one page does for creating uncertainty and potential at the same time. Dude, this whole issue has been like that. <laughs> yeah, Every page is like, what the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? Yeah, I know, dude. <laughs> the whole time I'm flipping through, I'm like, God damn, what? What? God damn, huh? This, this issue has just been amazing. Yeah, yeah. But you got to wonder, too, is like, what is this guy getting at when he says, all useful traits when faced with an uncertain future? Like, what's he talking about? What? Is he just being like, does he just mean the uncertain future we all face? Or is he talking about something else? You know, what's daughter Belko really thinking, you know, with her weird secret hordes of freak out? <laughs> you know what I mean? Doesn't this make this whole sequence make? Doesn't this whole sequence make Belko way more creepy than ever? Yeah, and just the fact that they have Mako in there too—it's like, it's yeah. Like when this is limited quantities for internal use, what? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Well, no, it's what they're, ta- they're ta- internal use meaning within Belko. Right, that's research. what I mean. Yeah. But still, yeah. it's just like, yeah, I'm saying like, but what in... What are you researching right, that you need it? That you need to depower things. You know what I mean? Like, there's still, that means that they would be like creating freaks. That's true. Because didn't Belco Chemicals create freaks? Like, they were in the water supply, They were intentionally right? leaking it in the water supply to sell freak out to cure it as a scam. <laughs> It's, dude, I'm just saying, major plot threads laid down in America. If Even if the book doesn't go back to America, I see some traveling across the border because, holy shit, dude. Like, fans of Chicago might be getting some Chicago action, even if Malcolm and the gang stay up in New, uh, up in New Canada. Up in Canada, I feel like, dude, there's some huge shit going down in Chicago right here. Right. In that middle panel, is that some kind of like weird robot behind robot behind Frank, or is that just like technology? No, it does. Like looks like a robot. That it actually kind of looks like a robot Mako. 
<laughs> Robot Mako. Robo Mako. It's so funny. It's totally unrelated. But, like, we were recording, you know, tonight. And on Twitter, Mako was trending. And I was like, what? And clicked. It was un- <laughs> it was unrelated. But I was like, what the hell? <laughs> what? So funny. All right. Sorry. Stupid. Random. But when I saw it, like, I did. It was so funny that, like, I didn't. I couldn't think of anything else but Savage Dragon. I was like, what? So good. Back to Dimension X now. Love the crazy colors. Mm-hmm. Power glove back in all its glory. We get Mako and the power glove back in this issue. I know, dude. <laughs> so good. And uh, here we get to see uh, the very first uh, tease. You know, there's the empty grave. You know, Alex and Paul staring down into it together. So did somebody dig her up or she just dig herself up? And it's funny because Alex is like, bro, she was dead, like fried to a fucking crisp. Yeah. So when they buried her, uh, they were sure. I love the shot looking up from the grave. Mm-hmm. It's great. All the random like dirt and shit. And I love just the talking about foreboding and sinister things along the edges of the panels. Like just the fucking heads and the hand of the bully boys. Yeah. Horny rapist cannibals from Dimension X. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, and you talk about, like like you said, like every single page is like a what? We flip the page and bro, here's our man Billy getting that. Simon, this is this one's for you, Simon. Here's, here's <laughs> Billy getting a whole page to himself. Yeah, yeah. Little like uh, character development. Yeah. Big time for Insect. Yeah. Like, she seems motherly in this scene. Yeah. I mean, even if you remember the previous issue, when Dart was with Rogue Warrior, didn't she mention something like, oh, insect, or go see insect to, like, doesn't she tell him that? Hmm. Doesn't she say, go see insect, or something like that? You know my no remember and ass doesn't remember. (laughs) I'm pretty sure she does. Yes. Mm. Yes, she does. Yeah. Oh, she tells Billy to, yeah, he's walking in on her Rogue Warrior. Yeah, she says, go see Insect. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like, Insect's kind of her, his caretaker, in a way. Sure, and it would make sense he would have to have one, right? Uh, right. Here is the issue's Christmas tree, too. Look, guys, it's Christmas. <laughs> and look, Billy's got all those gifts. Little Billy deserves a Christmas. Look, it doesn't it kind of, like, it's so funny. Like, doesn't it kind of tell a story, though? Like, just this little scene, like, you're getting a story just off seeing these two together. Like, without telling a story, here you see Insect acting super motherly, like, hugging Billy, and there's a Christmas tree. They might be horrible people, but they're still good to family. I don't know. <laughs> this seems like manipulation. Get this Billy kid on my side. So I can I like be the that. head of the vicious circle. I, Insect. There you go. <laughs> I like insect like the soles of her feet on that panel, like the first panel where she's crouching down. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty cool effect with the coloring. I think um, it's really like Billy is kind of a cooler visual than I expected, like a shark dragon. Yeah, with yeah, little pointy ears and the weird little shark eyes. Yeah, I'm so pissed. Rogue Warriors in jail. Fluffy Finn. You a you a Fluffy Finn fan? He was. I like Insect's costume. Looks cool here. Yeah, Insect's awesome, man. I'm pretty sure that's her skin, bro. Do you think? You think? Do you so? think that? I don't think so. Those are like. That's a costume. Do you? 
Do you really think that's her skin? I'm pretty sure insects just looks this way. She's yeah. just naked. You know what, Jim? If that's right, then she is the most Akira Toriyama-esque. Indeed. Savage Dragon character. I, I don't think she, so. Uh, think you're not same. wrong. She's got some uh, piccolo skin muscle stuff going on, doesn't she? Yep. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Sorry, listeners. Google it. <laughs> and Craig. And Craig. Sorry, Craig. Google it. What's funny is I guarantee Craig knows. If, he, if he'd seen it, he would be like, oh, yeah, there it is. I know, I know. I know what a piccolo is, says Craig. Craig's a an instrument. special beam cannon. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I really like this page, guys. Just like I said, very, very few panels, but like tons of character. Like it makes Billy more like Billy. Just a kid, dude. He's just a kid. He doesn't know that everyone around him's fucking evil. Fluffy Finn. He's got little cute nicknames for very evil people. You know what's cool if you look at a lot of like the through this issue, all the quiet like talking scenes mm-hmm. are all similar. The one big panel in the open space, and then four similar size panels. Well, he does that a lot. Oh, you're right. It, it goes throughout this whole issue, repeated. Yeah, you're right. The quiet moments have that same like visual theme. Everything is the white space with the four panel or the five panels, I guess. Well, I'm gonna tell you that there's the sequence. Uh, I'm I'm glad you pointed that out, man, bros. I love doing this like read through with you guys because like it definitely like makes you think of things that you wouldn't have thought of on your own. Craig, when you bring that up, I'm gonna tell you a common recurring theme that's hit me as we're doing this: motherhood. Because mm-hmm. like Angel is like, dude, like maybe I shouldn't be a superhero. Obviously, because she wants to like be with Frank and like raise like Frank Junior's daughter and stuff. Boom, splash on over to uh, Maxine getting the call. She's hugging little Tyrone, you know, telling him, sorry, you know, Daddy's like fucking got his brains blown out." Then bam, next same panel, there's Maxine in the hospital bed. She's like, "Dude, maybe we should give all this up. You know, it's really super dangerous. We could have a normal life." Boom, jump over to Insect and Billy. You know, you got Insect hugging Billy and tell him, don't worry, Billy, I'll always be here for you. Motherhood. Dude. And in between in between those panels is so much chaos <laughs> and like destruction and like it's pretty cool. I think it's intentional. Yeah, it's like a lot of comforting moments between like absolute carnage. Absolute carnage is right, bro. I mean like just <laughs> Death on everyone. I mean, between, you know, death of the cops and, and Dart and Malcolm. And then, you know, it's it goes on to uh, Malcolm kind of dead in the bed. Goes to Mako dead in the floating in the jar or whatever he's in. Right. Giant stasis thing or whatever. I don't know. And then uh, it's got, um, what's her name? Uh, Jesus Christ. Jennifer dead. You know, her dead gra- her grave and basically her head on a pike. Yeah, you're right. Like, the very much the aftermath, too, of this dangerous lifestyle they live. Like, there's Mako, like, fucking sliced in half. There's Jennifer's head on a fucking pike. There's Malcolm in his hospital bed. Bro, that's a good... Dart in pieces. That's a good point. Is it's kind of, like, thematically... Yeah. And they're all major, major characters. Yeah, yeah. These are. It's funny because like if this was a corporate comic, it would be like some Z-lister, and you'd have like the main important character crying over him. I swear to God, I'll, corporate comics. I'll <laughs> avenge you. I'll avenge you, hot dog man. You know, 
says Batman. <laughs> it's like, oh, well, don't demolition man. Yeah, don't worry, hero girl. Batman will avenge you. You know, we all care about hero girl. But like, dude, in Savage Dragon, it's like fucking Mako and Dart and Jennifer. <laughs> like, it's it's names you've known for like twenty years. Holy yeah. shit, dude! I mean, yeah, this issue—it's a testament to just how banana sandwich this issue is. Like, even as the bully boys descended down on them, did you ever think that that was gonna end in Jennifer's fucking head on a pike? Yeah, some Walking Dead type shit. Yeah. Holy shit. Her hair, her hair is kept up so well. <laughs> got that good hair? She's got her nice bangs. Yeah. <laughs> nice bangs. <laughs> oh, dude, those fucking crazy cannibal rapists. We didn't, you know what? Nah, it's a cool visual, though, honestly. Yeah. Like that one panel. I love the sky colored. Like, it just kind of like, again, master of like the page flip where he's like, angry like they're running mm-hmm. you could kind of see in the page before they're running towards those kind of like pikes mm-hmm. but you can't really tell what they are you flip the page and you're like face to face with undoubtedly jennifer's skull you know yeah. and then you see dragon's face like fuck bro does the fin make more sense to you in that three quarters panel no yes yeah, so absolutely not <laughs> it doesn't nope it still <laughs> looks like it's flipped over with no it looks like it connects to his head on the on his right's edge, but it's still like it connects to nothing on the left. I'm saying, like, no joke. Does the shading not help your mind? Because the shading no, helps does me. not. Actually, the sh- you can see how it's kind of pointy yeah. on top. See how the shading like brings it from a wide point to a sharp point? Yeah. Does that help you, Jim? It no. should help you. It's, it's like flatter yeah. and then widens out the top. Yep. No. Mm-hmm. Nope. <laughs> well, let me, let me ask you guys this. Um, second art question. Jennifer's head pike going from the middle panel tangent up to the like first panel. I think that's a pretty cool effect. You think that was intentional or an accident? Oh, I didn't even notice Wait, that. What? Look at the middle panel. Uh-huh. Look at the base. And of, there's the pike. Yeah, the base of the pike. And then oh. follow it up to panel one. It's like a tangent. But I think it's intentional. There's no way. Yeah. The base no of the pike. Yeah. Uh, is in one panel, but you can, can you can follow it up into the top panel above it. Right. So the middle panel, the long skinny one. Underneath the word bubble. Underneath the word bubble. All right, stop. What page are we looking at? The last page says next. Uh, when you say middle. Oh, okay. I see. Okay. Under the word balloon. Okay. Now under I see it. Yeah. Right. I think it's intentional. I think it's cool. Yeah, because yeah, it, 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 it would be the pike that eyes. he's looking at, yeah. Yep. And it lines up with the top panel. To well, I'm really more noticing the eye. tangent with one of the domes in the first panel being and his shoulder. shoulder. It doesn't connect. That's not a tangent. <laughs> it misses it. I think it misses it enough. Is Are the domes where mm-hmm. the bully boys live? I think so, yes. Probably. It is, okay. Because they, they eat the bodies. Guys, I got to say, how crazy is this page that we went all this time and we didn't even talk about the real stinger? That they just <laughs> like, leave the head behind? No, I mean the baby. Oh, that. Yeah. I mean, I mean there's four <laughs> or five others, so it's hard to get excited. Wait a minute. Would you bury the head? Yeah, would probably. You take the... I'd probably take it with me. You would? Give it a proper burial. Yeah. <laughs> take You're it with creepier me. than Paul. 
I can't believe it. Just put it in a little jar. I can't believe they left her in the mess. Her body in the mess in the first place. Well, they thought they were giving her a proper burial. Doesn't she have like family, friends? How are you going to drag a dead body around Dimension X, though? It's not going to last, dude. Well, th- it was, they were naked. By the end of that arc, it was so chaotic, they were naked. Like, there's no way they were keeping a body safe. Fair and enough. And it would stink. Nah. Her hair is blood. He is right, too. though. You, you figure a loved one like that, you, you got to take the head down. And yeah, she's, she's got the power it. glove. She doesn't have to touch it. Somebody's just going to dig it back up. Just keep it on the stick. It doesn't matter, though. I don't know. Well, you don't rebury it. You just take it back to Earth. I'm not taking that back to Earth. Wait. That's gross. I'm, you don't think it'd be, <laughs> I'm just burying it'd be it. more traumatizing? They don't want it anymore because they already ate the body. There's no meat on that skull. <laughs> this is a crazy conversation. <laughs> <laughs> they already ate the meat off. <laughs> yeah, they dug her up, ate the body, and just stuck the head on a pike because there's no good eating in the head. <laughs> You know what's really grisly is that she must have a scalp for the hair to still be on the head. Yeah. So they ate the face and ears and, like, all the, like, you know. Yeah, you don't want to eat, like, they get hair in your mouth. Yeah, shit. but if you don't get under it, you don't get all those good brains. <laughs> you just get it and just turn the head upside down. You just <laughs> dig in from the bottom. You guys make good bully boys. <laughs> get a little spoon through the eye sockets. <laughs> well... I mean, I guess sicko Paul got what he wanted. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess he did. Is that what you wanted? You want to see a fucking head on a pike? You want to see a dead body? <laughs> 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 fucking another baby dragon floating around. I know, bro. Like, do you think they're going to notice it? Wouldn't it be Okay, what would be crazier if they noticed it and like, "Oh shit, let's raise this baby." Or if they were like, "Ah, uh, Let's just go on home, and that baby was just left there. Would that would that drive you crazier if it was just like left? We'll see it again in turns two hundred issues when Glum comes back. <laughs> right. Now that is Michael Jackson's kid, isn't it? It's Michael Jackson and Jennifer's kid. Yes. <laughs> right. Insane. This book is insane. <laughs> Which I gotta it's say is a hell hell of a quick gestation period. Poor new readers. Yeah, you imagine you're a new reader and you just see that fucking baby there. You don't know what the fuck's going on. I'm pretty sure they were floating around in there for like nine months at least in the issues. Oh, goodness, though. I think it was a couple weeks at most. Well, no. remember they established that Chosen Ones can survive an abortion. That's true. So even if Jennifer... Oh, maybe that's it. Yeah. Even if Jennifer was like knocked up by Michael Jackson, who fucked them all? Cho- Chosen Ones do. Life does start at conception. Yeah. <laughs> What a funny... So for Krillian's pro-choice is way more significant. Well, you can't Sorry, kill the man. fucking thing, no matter what you do. There's no choice but pro-choice. Yeah, when the tadpole hits the egg, it's real. It's a, <laughs> That's just for the chosen I mean, it would, just, though, it would right? just be safer to induce a miscarriage as soon as possible with these chosen one babies. Wow, this crazy conversation. Bro, when we started talking about this issue, I had no idea. Yeah, why go all nine months when you can just plop it out and scoop it up in a jar and just let it go on its own. Remember, that's how they fucking made... And that's how they got the uh, little, like, uh, replacement for Kerr. Well, Kerr would just strangle and kill his mates so that he wouldn't have any competition. You know, that's true. That is weird, actually. 
because if if it is if they if they can survive like immediately from conception, killing the mother wouldn't really kill the child. I'm not sure they can survive immediately. Yeah, they, it might need may, well, might take They've might take a couple days. They've got to be able to like crawl out. It can't be like a little zygote, a little super zygote. <laughs> I mean, I thought Angels was definitely a zygote because it was like first trimester at most. Oh, I don't know what I'm talking about. Then I'm just bullshitting, <laughs> just fooling, japing, just, just joshing, <laughs> joshing. I hate that word. <laughs> well, uh, that was a absolutely fucking insane issue. Uh, we're not done yet. Uh, we still no, but man, can I just say uh, it was a crazy issue. I read this issue. I was like wiped out. I was like, man, yeah. my head is fucked. Where what's going on? Yeah, dude, this was this was one of the craziest goddamn issues. The the text I get from uh, Craig when like he because you know he always is on top of things and found those there was just when this you sent just said holy shit, <laughs> holy shit two fifty five and I was like don't say anything else. <laughs> just get a lot of more Paul developments. Awesome mm-hmm. death of Dart. Fuck yeah. North Force, fuck. Yeah. You know, uh, Malcolm surviving, maybe. Yeah, but also, too, might not have a memory. Like, that's goddamn crazy. (laughs) Like, have to learn to love his wife and kids again. Like, what the fuck? More Dimension X. Fucking Mako. Fucking more, you know, Billy development. Fuck. (laughs) You actually see Jennifer and, and possibly whatever that new dragon baby is yeah like what the f- any one of those things would have been satisfying i will call him blanket <laughs> because he is michael jackson's baby blanket dragon not bubbles no that's no bubbles was a pet chimpanzee just a pet blanket blanket was a phenomenon a global phenomenon <laughs> the heir to the throne of Neverland. Yeah, that's a little blanket crawling around the bully boys. Boys. Yeah, Power Glove, bro. This, oh my God. Oh, Power Glove, yes. God damn, dude. You're not wrong. When I read this issue, I was just completely fucking flabbergasted. Isn't this is like some Savage Dragon 74, 75 type shit? Yeah. Yeah. It, it absolutely is one of those, like, where the book is like firing on all cylinders, like feels like every fucking page a development of some kind is fucking happening. Holy shit! <laughs> it's funny too because it's not even an anniversary issue or anything. This is something you would spe- expect out of two fifty, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. And I don't know, like you know, it's so funny too. Think about all those like new readers that like have just like come back to Savage Dragon, or uh, people that like have you know sort of heard the buzz and are getting into it or whatever. How do you think they fucking feel reading this shit? They're probably they feel like they they need to go catch up on some shit. <laughs> They're probably just like, God damn, <laughs> just dark getting her fucking brains blown out. Yeah. Too bad we couldn't. Too bad we couldn't find a new reader to tell us. You know what? I'll find one. I'll ask. I I know some people that I have gotten to start reading the book. I'll find somebody. I'll I'll be like, bro, we need an opinion. We need a little opinion piece. There you go. 
little guest opinion. Yeah, coming up. A little guesty guest. Well, secret, like a uh, new fan f- head. New fanatic. <laughs> Fresh fanatic. Fresh fin face. We'll workshop it. We'll workshop it. <laughs> I tried. Fresh fin face. <laughs> Kodiak. New fin head. Flame skull girl meteorites. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, jeez. That's not all, guys. We're not done. We're not done. No. We're not done. Uh, We're not just done. If, even if it was that, it would be a 9.9 out of 10. But we got Gary and Frank bringing it to 11. Another Ethereum Vanguard. Love seeing both the logos. Yes, dude. So uh, when we left this, we left with Vanguard kind of him and Wally heading over to where the signal's getting beamed because modem was something was going through her satellite where she was trapped and beaming something down to earth. Right. And we find out as we go on what that is. But right now Vanguard's on the scene and uh, what's, what's this guy's name again? Totally forgot. Um, Zakora, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, Zakora. Zakora's effing shit up, throwing jeeps with, with guys on it and shit like that. He's built his own little powerhouse, and him and Vanguard now having a slugfest. Seems like Vanguard's getting his ass beat a little bit. And then we see Ethran and his buddy Krell. I think that was his buddy. Name. That's a stretch. <laughs> Ethran the What's Ethran that? the dick. He is quite a dickhead. Yeah. <laughs> Just arrogant, dude. Bah. <laughs> Whenever someone says bah, they're dickhead. Mayhap that is why you merely tend ethereal power while others willed it. <laughs> Just like just that <laughs> cock, dude. It makes me nervous to think that anyone would want to wield it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's perfect. I find it interesting, just real quick, that he mentions that they've traveled countless miles, but also years. In the Believe It Eye, like, there's a time travel element to this? Well, is it time travel? Or is it, like, they just... He means, like, years worth of time that would have been if they were going normally. I don't, I don't know. It's like, it, it's like it implies, like... They, like, traveled miles... Uh, I don't know if they meant light years or what, but the, the, the mention of years makes me think that... Maybe, maybe it because it would have taken years to travel by light years. They've like not tra- the same amount of time hasn't passed that would have passed if they had traveled the regular way. I don't know. It's confusing. I don't know. Maybe they're from the past. I think they're just from the from galaxy the, far, far away. Yeah, I think they're just from the far edge of the galaxy, and he's just flipping out over how far or like how far they've traveled. So they both show up in the powerhouse itself, I guess, right? Yeah, they're in the new powerhouse that has been built by Zakora. And Wally's in there. Ethrian flies out and leaves this Krell guy. He's all kind of weak. And that kid that got kind of trapped in powerhouse has got turned into part of powerhouse. Kind of emerges from, like, the cybernetic weirdness of powerhouse right i kind of i admit i didn't know who that was that it was like just a pile of goo and junk so one of those guys and one of the the 
the episodes um, was standing there when Powerhouse was constructed and got wrapped up in all this technology and stuff. Okay. And so I think he becomes like the essence of Powerhouse. I remember. Yeah, shit was going all down his throat and stuff. Got it. And so he's protecting it. He's like, no, the powerhouse must not be damaged in any way. Got it. So. Yeah, worth noting, too, that like the, just the power is out of control, that it's unstable. So it's not really safe like what Zakora has going on. Yeah. I love I love this page of like the battle between Zakora and Vanguard, and he's just kind of taking care of Vanguard. And that blast that he he like shocks him with his like head blast so like badly that it like blows apart his like right. I don't know the skin bubbling or what like it blows apart like his like costume it is funny because that I I also read that as his skin bubbling up but then when you go to like the uh bottom panel it's definitely just his costume shredded unless it was like his skin bubbled up and then went down right 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 it's still it's a it's pretty wild. It's a fucking great visual, though. <laughs> like, I love it. I love, like, that middle panel with, like, just, especially now with the coloring. Like, it, it just pops so much more, like, the glowing hand mm-hmm. with, like, kind of the cur- Kirby dots in there. It just, it's it's a pretty powerful visual. Started with you! Yeah, Zakor is very villainous. And our boy E3N shows up. Just again, just a dick. Vanguard. Jinkies. <laughs> Jinkies, yeah. I was like, man, what is up with Jinkies, my dude? I love how Frank has drawn uh, Vanguard's proportions here. Like yeah. where he's got like just the super huge like torso, but then the really small like waist. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. It's classic. My preferred. And the question. giant boots. I love yep, it. My preferred rendering of Van. Yep, Absolutely. Lots of these, like, scratchy panels, which are pretty effective. Mm-hmm. Love, uh, you know, the giant fists on Vanguard, and he just holds them together and just knocks yeah. uh, Zakora out. Gives him the old battle axe, the old, the old two-handed chop. Good. How funny is that, that, that panel where it's like, you know, Vanguard's being all nice. He's like, thanks to, like, Ethereum. Ethereum's just kind of looking at his fingers like a dick, like, egotistically, <laughs> right. you know? Like, mm-hmm. And then just kind of just slaps him. Like, I love that panel with, like, the shock. Right. It pops Vanguard's, like, helmet off. Right. Almost cartoony because it lands back on his head after. Right. <laughs> it's sort of like, whoop. <laughs> Such a great sequence. Yeah, dude. It really sells, like, uh, Frank's really selling the arrogance. Of Ethereum. Like, you know, definitely he's a fucking dick. Which is funny because like like, you know, Vanguard the juxtaposition of Vanguard's like this alien from space and he's got this technology. Just a goofball. And like here's the like to these guys that kinda look like barbarians, he's a savage. <laughs> Sav- savage <Yeah>. buffoon. <laughs> like, you know. I love how he's just like all stiff, just falling, plummeting to the ground after he got nailed. It's good, dude. It's very good. This, this backup yeah. is. Ethereum's cool. Like he, um, you know, what's funny to me, he, he's got a cool look, and it's something that, like, when you look at it, is like, did Liefeld borrow that for like profit? Because Ethrian was with Megaton and Liefeld did some work when he was young. 
like that. But that little like face mask thing mm-hmm. is very like a typical Liefeld thing afterwards, you know? I mean, obviously, Ethrian was first. Right. But you don't really see many other characters, you know? Liefeld did Shatterstar kind of with that little weird face piece. Like, what other characters kind of have that? That's a, Am I just missing that? Is that like a... It's a good point. Was that like a thing in the 70s or something? Nah, that's a good point. That's a really good point. Hey, man, you know what? Who can say? It, it's a good visual. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, the little, like, mount on the face. Yeah, Ethereum's got a cool look. Toyetic. But, yeah, he's such a dick. Like, he's not a likable character. No, dude. <laughs> it takes his cast around him to kind of reel him in, and, and so... Uh, but he's kind of what you expect someone with all that power to be like. Yeah. I mean, in reality, think about think about real life. Like, you know, people just have more money than other people and they act like, you know, other humans are trash. So, like, here's a guy who's like a god, you know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like. He's going to be a dick. I don't know. It's a killer backup. Uh, like I said, absolutely fantastic work by Frank. Love the colors. Gary doing his damn thing with like funny moments and stuff. Just and again for so few pages, like Gary packs a lot of development in these pages. Like there's just you know, so much happens in this little sequence, but it's only like six or seven pages. It's fun. Like I said, I've read this before, but it's like reading it for the first time. It's excellent. Yeah, this is a great backup. I'm loving it. Loving it. And I love the back cover, too. Like, if we're going to gush about the front cover, dude, love this back cover. Love a Starfield like that. Like, just seeing Ethereum and Van looking so badass. Like, you know, the proportions and everything. It's cool. Yeah, this is this is a recolored version of the original uh, one-shot cover. I was going to say, it looked kind of familiar. Yeah, on the, on the one shot, it, it was just Vanguard logo at the top, and it said Ethereal Warriors. This one's got Ethereum on the bottom, too. Um, definitely recolored. Uh, looks great. Cool. It says, uh, I see, you look at the signatures, it says Frank Fosco and Eric Larson. Mm-hmm. Did Eric draw this? And fr- like I think Frank Eric might have it? inked it. Or Eric inked I bet it. you Eric inked it. Inked it. Okay. Cool, cool. Very cool, very good. Or it's the other way around, but it looks more like Eric inked Gary to me. Frank. I, Eric inked Frank, sorry. Frank. Frank, if you're out there and listening, enlighten us. Yeah, we always like your <laughs> insights. That's what I would say. We always like your insights. But yeah, um, wow, what an issue. What an issue. I think we've said it all on the, on the main story, but whew, you, you throw this back up in there man couldn't ask for more yeah man i mean it's so funny i know you said it and we always i feel like we say it but it's just like holy shit man like every issue feels like savage dragon like just delivering like no fucking tomorrow (laughs) Mm -hmm. that's good jim your thoughts i think it's a great issue i'm because like you guys said, every page had something huge going on. It felt like a massive deal, this issue. Yeah. Absolutely. 
it, it felt like a long issue too. You know what I mean? It didn't go by like super fast. Like I think cause so much happened. I kept being like, wow, there's still more. Like when I, when I read it for the first time that really came across my mind, like I kept thinking the issue was going to end because it always felt like the next page was some kind of like ending cliffhanger, you know, mm-hmm. like you look at the, the, the Mako page and you're like, man, like, Something like that it seems like it should be ending here, you know, right. like a, some kind of revelation or whatever it was. It just, I don't know, it just felt like it was like, okay, I'm ready for this to end on this cliffhanger. And it's like, oh, wait, there's more. Nonstop climax. <laughs> I was ready after the first double page spread. No, oh, that's it. No, I'm just <laughs> Dart, yeah. Yeah, that's funny. It's like, a, a, that was a great issue. <sighs> any, any other, uh, any other issue would have ended with that dart getting shot in the head. That's literally <laughs> just the fucking beginning. Yeah. Oh, over the top. Can't wait for this, this next issue now. I really can't. Yeah, it, it is honest to God. It's brutal because it's just like, holy shit now. Like what is, what is the fucking like going forward? Like what, what's the quo? Like what's happening? Like there's no status quo in Savage Dragon. There's no status quo, man. It's liquid. It's always changing so good and I think may, correct me if I'm wrong maybe before the next issue do we get the graphic fantasy reprint yeah they're, they're supposed that? to be out in Jan- well the first one's supposed to be out in January I think so prob- probably okay. before the next issue so we'll have uh, some graphic fantasy to talk about at some point we've got to get back on our freak force train man we hit up that first issue and it's been so long um, you know, the retros normally hit, uh, as we do the two issues for listeners, like we do the current issue of Dragon, and when we do, like, the retro for the second issue, then it's another issue or whatever, but just because of the timing with everything, with our yeah, 100th episode. Yeah, we, we had to do Turtles, and we had to do the 100th episode, that's kind of what tripped us up. Right, but I mean, man, once we hit that Freak Force train, like, we're gonna be rolling, we're like, don't worry. I'm so stoked to get through that. What a fun series. Yeah, I can't wait, man. I'm fucking excited. This this is... I know we're not going to do like a for real, real end of the year, but this is technically our last issue of like 2020, our last FinCast of 2020. And let me just tell you, mm-hmm. gentlemen, for this to have been such a dog shit year for life, what a fucking crazy year for Savage Dragon. <laughs> like, I agree. I agree. It's been the best it's been. Yeah, it's just it's been a lot of fun to talk about with you guys. I'm really enjoying every single issue. This year, we wrapped up Urban Legends, which was new to me. We got started on Freak Force, which is going to be new to me. Uh, at the same time, we had 250. We had uh, like 252. The funnies. We just like sales went up and up on Savage Dragon. Return of Paul Dragon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the return of Paul. Like, it has just been a roller coaster, man. And it's been fucking fantastic just, uh, you know, taking this ride with you bros for sure. Thank you listeners for, like, joining us and being with that too because, like, man, I don't know, I feel like we've had some good uh, reader feedback this year too. Names are standing out. We're get, we got regulars, you know, Tony M and Satiris, and I feel like we got like it's it's sort of like I don't know. It's just good. It's just been a a bomb ass year for Savage Dragon. <laughs> Absolutely, I'm feeling good. I mean, on top of what you said, the the 
the second and third prints, the sellouts. Yep. Uh, what do we have? The 250 went to the second mm-hmm. print. Uh, the, the funnies issue went to this, uh, a third print. Yep. Uh, the Biden uh, issue yep. went to second print. Um, it's just been good. I mean, like you said, the sales seem like they're going up. Eric said in his letter column that they were going mm-hmm. up. Um, eBay prices are going through the roof, which I don't know. I mean, I, I kind of think that's cool because it means people are interested. There's demand. Dude, it was better. It's uh, better that there be that interest than none. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe this will turn into being able to get some, you know, full color collections or something like that that have been lacking in past years. But uh, who knows? I mean, it's just things are looking up and up and good. And uh, I, I think it's it's a good time to be a Savage Dragon reader. Yeah, absolutely. Holy shit. So shall we wrap this up? I believe we shall. Getting comfortable. <laughs> me, 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 me. Wake the dead. Belco Chemicals has been working in secret to raise the dead. But things don't always go as planned, as their most successful test subject breaks free from his confinement and heads north in search of his killer. And I gotta say that that could be fake as hell, but that sure sounds like Mako. <laughs> Can I just say, I don't think I, well, I know I didn't know that that was the text. That was my first time hearing that. Oh, are you serious? <laughs> yeah, I just, I had no idea. <laughs> well, there you go. And again, we know that could be fake. Like, that, like. It, I don't know, man. That could be, but it, if, it, if Mako's back, God damn, what the hell? <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know, man. So I guess we'll find out next time. <laughs> Thank you, listeners, for an amazing 2020. Thank you, Craig and Jim, for an amazing 2020. Like, it's been a blast, dudes. Our 100th Absolutely. issue? Our 100th, amongst all the... 100 Yeah, our 100th, like, FinCast? Like, amongst everything else Savage Dragon itself has done, we hit our 100th FinCast, and we had the big blowout with all the hosts. Like, holy shit, dude. It's just been fun. Yeah, yeah. It's been it's been a good time. All right. Thank you everybody. Thanks for thanks Thank for you. listening. <laughs>